just watch it. Ayy, just watch it. Ayy, just watch it. Ayy, just watch it. Ayy, or watch me. Yeah, or watch me. Yeah, just watch it. Ayy, or watch me. End up chiming in, and uh, you get paid that way. Um, and stuff, so I could respect that, but I don't need to participate in it. And, um, um, yeah, so like, I, I don't think that that, um, is a good influence. Sure, it works, but just because something works doesn't mean that you should do it. Yep, that's a fact. Because mm-hmm. so, that motherfucker pulled up to Fight Island on a whole yacht and then got beat up by my boy, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Dustin Poirier, Poirier, yeah, the diamond. I like Dustin too. He just was on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. They had a Mm -hmm. good conversation. I, I I really fuck with Dustin. Um, there's a couple dudes I fuck with. I fuck with Max Holloway too. Yeah, they. they, Oh yeah, Max is cool. Yeah, (laughs) like there's some uh, there's some guys that you like. I liked you. I like because I liked how you fight before, but now I actually like you. So I'm gonna be a little more invested in, you know, your success. Yeah, um, I mean, Max is definitely like that. Dustin's got something like interesting about him that I can't really like. He's just like a much. He's not always quiet. He'll go ahead and get amped up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I don't know. He does it in a different way that I can't necessarily get a, the most solid vibe on him. Yeah, and you but, know we've had this conversation before about the whole talking shit thing before fights and mm-hmm. what's it really doing and everything. And Joe asked him, like, he was like, you know, Connor didn't talk no shit to you before this fight. <laughs> He's like, how did that, mm-hmm. how did that affect you? And Dustin was like, bro, it helped so much. Like, he probably should have talked some shit to me. <laughs> he said that shit. Like, him not talking shit to me really kept my mind focused on the fight and didn't have me jittery or nothing. I just went in there and fought. And he was like, not to say that it would have, but. Um, he, it definitely you could tell the difference between not having to deal with him shit talking and having to deal with it. I just thought that was just so funny because it's like, yeah, you always know that somebody talking shit to you just because, especially when you fighting somebody, like I'm gonna beat your ass. So it's it's easier to get yourself out of your game plan if you really upset with somebody. And you you did martial arts for a long time. Is that like mm-hmm. one of the first things they try to tell you? Like, don't let your emotions get into this shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, especially like, I mean, because I, I knew guys who would be like great, great fighters at home at their like dojong and stuff like that. But then you put them in like a, an arena um, at a tournament and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they just can't replicate that, you know, and I'm sure you've seen it in basketball, too. Yeah. Um, where like they allow that pressure to sort of affect their emotions and, and stuff like that. And I've had guys fake sick in it. the playoffs and not play the game because they were so scared and <laughs> intimidated. And, but well, I just don't get it. OK, I can be scared if, if I'm fighting somebody in a ring. <laughs> All right, be you can be scared, but if you're just playing fucking basketball, bro, what are you scared of? And you, you ain't about to die. You're not about to get punched in the face. You're just hooping. But I, nervousness is one thing, but it, I don't know. I feel yeah, you but, though. But bro, yes, it happens. You bro. take that shot. Yes, like I know. You're in front happens. of all those people. Yep. You're in front of all those people, and you take that shot, yep. and it should be a gimme, and it's an air ball. That's a punch in the face. Yes, sir. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. But, but that's, go ahead uh, and intro, and then we'll and then we'll go back to, to for sure. This is the No Consensus Podcast, my baby. <laughs> What's up, boys? Cheers one time to the No Con Pod. Uh, live everywhere. Brand new uh, YouTube site. Uh, no Con Pod. Uh, Twitter popping. Instagram popping. Um, we live everywhere. Um, I'm your host, Mike Jack, sipping on the motherfucking uh, Tullamore Dew. Um, as y'all can see, my cup says "bra off." Hair up, sweats on, wine gone. So that's just not my cup, but we live in life like that today, dog. I mean, uh, you're not wearing a bra, though, are yeah, you? I'm not wearing a bra. You, hey, come on, dog. Big brain. Well, if it's gone, that means he wore it at some point today. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like to feel pretty. Wash a lot does not go here. Um, Mike Jack, a.k.a. A phone Jack, a.k.a. AKA Jack O'Lantern, a.k.a. Microwave, a.k.a. Microphone, a.k.a. Um, 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 Michael Damien Nuts and uh, Cookies. And then my boy to the right is the Red Eminem, a.k.a. Jake Foster, a.k.a. Blind Cuz, a.k.a. Ginger Santa. And then below me, we got my boy, The Big Show, a.k.a. John Wise, a.k.a. The Brady Bunch, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, 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 the Big Lebowski, a.k.a. Uh, uh, the Great Bambino, a.k.a. The Colossus of Clout, the Colossus of Clout, my boy, John Wise. <laughs> and this is the No Consistence Podcast. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> going back into what we were talking about there. <laughs> what about that uh, UFC 259? Great card, great card. Um, I'm just really sad my boy Iggy lost, but you can Iggy? see, uh, yeah, your boy, yeah, is your boy Adesanya. Iggy. You said Iggy, yeah, is is ain't that what they call him, Iggy Israel style? No, better? is. Izzy. Oh, okay. Well, it, it, <laughs> Izzy made more sense, but I kept hearing people say Iggy, so I was like, "Oh, maybe go by Iggy." I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was sad to see my boy take an L. Uh, he jumped up there. Um, just wasn't ready. I don't think you know my man's is. Yeah. Uh, that that weight difference just be it be a thing, dog. <laughs> so, but I I think he could have I think he could have had a better fight too, though, bro. It wasn't all the weight. He just you know it was something that just didn't look the same as he usually fights. So, um, I hope he doesn't. He said he's gonna go back down for a little bit. I would rather him just get his shit right and fight up there again. Um, I don't know who he would fight because you know you damn sure ain't about to beat no John Jones. So <laughs> uh, you know you got. Well, and John's looking for heavyweight. Heavyweight anyways, too, so. yeah. So um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the next steps is for him. I'm still a fan though. I, I want him to get his shit together. I'm a fan of that dude. He fought too though. He he could tell he was about his shit and he wasn't gonna let that hyper. Cause he was even an underdog on the card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, to still show up out there and beat and, and get that dub like that, pretty convincing dub at that. Uh, I was impressed. Yeah, um, it was interesting because, like you said, something seemed a little off about Izzy, but um, I mean, he came into a two hundred and five pound fight. At barely over yeah. 200 pounds. It was like 200.5. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Jan has to cut to make 205. Exactly. So that, so that dude was like 220. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and there's at most 
I mean, yeah, hell no. Like, there's no way that Izzy weighed more than, like, 202. No, no way. The day of the fight, you yeah, know, no so. Way. um, But uh, Jan was biting on a bunch of those feints. Um, and I think Izzy could have been a lot more confident. He seemed to lack confidence. Um, but you only need to get hit by Jan once mm-hmm. to, you know. But um, seeing how just dominant Jan was on the ground I'm yeah. really shocked he didn't go to it earlier in the yep. fight yeah me too and is he had when no he first, chance on the ground yeah when he first when he first got out of it though I was like all right that was some good defense but he had his ass on the ground for like three minutes and when he got him down there I was like oh man this might be some this might be a wrap but he mm-hmm. keep the, he fended it off he got up out of there so I'm like all right you ain't get that round but <laughs> You at least know you can get down there and get up out of it, but yeah, like you said, he just kept on his ass after that, and it was a wrap. <clears throat> and bro, I felt so bad for Amanda Nunes. <laughs> Why, uh, bro? Just beating everybody ass, and now who you go fight, <laughs> dude? Like, well, like, well, I guess, I guess we moved too off of uh, Izzy too soon, but I guess real quick, like, I mean, she's the champ, mm-hmm. and like, champ, so. Champ. W- uh, who? Uh, Amanda's a champ, champ. Yeah, she got two belts now. Oh, I, I, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that. But like, she just like, she's doing champ shit and going in and tapping people in the first round. Like that's your best competition. <laughs> yeah, bro. You know, <laughs> um, like she's she's just a killer, man. Like, um, she's a like her and um valentina uh shevchenko like they're just killers and uh i it it just saddens me like i what i perceive as like the the lack of like talent in the women's division um to really go ahead and allow them to shine like they deserve yeah and joe asked her like what's next and she was like i don't know i'm beating everybody ass (laughs) like you tell me joe what i'm supposed to do and i'm looking it up now it says the chick that she fought megan anderson uh, got let go by the UFC after yep. that fight too. <laughs> well, so you my beat a bitch that... out of her contract. God damn. <laughs> no, so my understanding is that that was actually that was like, her last she... one. Yeah, yeah, on the on the contract, and they just didn't re up. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, if it was your last fight on the contract, and then you you get tapped in the first round, like yeah, there's no reason to, <laughs> to even pursue. It, even but just, you like, got a chance him. to fight for the champ, the belt, right? So I just figured. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if like a title fight is part of that could be part of that contract, you know? So yeah. it's like, okay, yep. well, we have to give her a title fight yep. and we got one fight left. So yeah. Cause that girl's um, tall as hell, bro. I'm like, oh, damn, she tall as hell in that boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what dudes around me like, oh yeah, she got, come on, Mike, look how much taller she is in that reach. And they looking at all the, all the stats. I'm like, bro, stop looking at them fucking stats. Have you ever seen <laughs> her bro. fight before a tight? Don't none of that shit matter after a while, bro. And- bro, if it, white chick, Hispanic <laughs> woman, like, I know where my money's at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. So, well, all right. So, uh, yeah, she I got definitely the, jumped uh, off of Izzy too quick, but, um, so, the the funny thing about John Jones is just how much. He, why is he the Trump of Twitter of MMA Twitter? <laughs> why can he not shut up? 
Well, if Iggy, if Izzy calls you out and says, I want to fight you. And then you go up and can't even be the, the dude, a dude that's under me. Why wouldn't you say something? Yeah, no, but he tweets like five times a day. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't follow him on Twitter, so I don't know what his tweeting habits are. Is he on there a lot? Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. just constantly. And, like, anytime anyone says anything, he he feels like he's just – he has zero self-confidence. So he feels like he has to go ahead and defend it. And he's constantly, repli- uh, re- like, uh, uh, replying to people's tweets who are, like, saying garbage about him and stuff like that. It's like, dude, chill out. Like, none of this matters. These people are idiots. Um, it's just comical to me. Like, the number of tweets about – Izzy, for one, were just ridiculous. Like, yeah. dude, like the guy you beat. I, I, no, no, actually, no. Uh, John Jones did not beat uh, Jan. They never fought. But he did beat Dominic Reyes, um, who was number two in light heavyweight for a time. Um, and him and uh, Jan fought, and Jan beat Dominic. But, um, but yeah, like, like your scraps. Like Izzy couldn't beat your scraps, pretty much, right? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> nah, I didn't like, know that he was tweeting like that. Um, I don't tend to follow celebrities on anything. I just don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I don't get no enjoyment out of seeing what these people are doing in their lives or what they're saying. <laughs> so, I I tend to follow more so like. Um, so like, say yeah, I like Izzy, but I don't really care. So I'll follow like UFC. And UFC will, like post who's fighting and what what's going on with them. That's the type of stuff I'd rather see. I don't follow like artists I like. I'll just follow like the blogs, like hip hop, you know, hot new hip hop or something, and see what the news is from them. I just don't. I don't know. I don't follow. <laughs> I don't know why I don't. I just don't really get enjoyment out of <clears throat> that like other people do. Yeah, it depends on who it is. I don't know. I honestly don't know why, but I do follow John Jones, though I never see his tweets in my <laughs> in my feed. Yeah. Um, but like uh um like I, I do follow Habib because like like that's my dude, you know. Yeah, I but, can't um, know. what other type guys, of shit is he posting, bro? I feel like Habib got the the lamest Twitter Instagram dude, feed it, on it's, earth. Just, it's just wholesome stuff. <laughs> okay, is it like motivational shit or uh yeah, it, it's usually like either motivational or like he's at some place and it's like him walking through the mountains or like them in the gym training. It's pretty much like that sort of thing. Yeah. Shout outs to um, him being uh, the coach for his boy too. And his boy yeah. getting the dub the other day. That was, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, man. And, um, but then, uh, what was it here? Uh, we have, uh, uh, Al Jermaine and, uh, Peter. <laughs> I've yeah. been so, I've been so irritated with uh, people going ahead and saying that Al Jermaine, like should get best actor award. <laughs> Is like, that when my man's got need in the fucking head? Yeah. Yeah. I don't but, know like, why people, what the, what was y'all watching? Dog? <laughs> well, and yeah, like you, you take a knee to the head yeah, for, an, an illegal strike. You take an illegal strike to the head like that. And let's see, you just get up and walk it off. And then but, after he got kneed in the head, he goes to the press conference crying, saying he did not want the fight to end that way. I don't like what else do you want to see from a man to know that that's not that he he's he not faking it. <laughs> he shouldn't have gotten the belt. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know how that goes, but I feel you. If you if you get, I don't know why not explain it. 
Pater Pater should have gotten disqualified. He should have gotten a loss for that fight. Mm-hmm. He should have lost his title because you lost. Mm-hmm. But the other guy did not beat him. Okay. He beat himself. So the other guy does not deserve uh, um, the belt, in my opinion, especially since he was down on the cards even. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's where and I was about Pater, to go with it. That's where I was about to go with it because yeah. what if it's reverse and I'm winning and then a dude does something to get disqualified? Do, I, do you think I should get the belt because I was winning and then he do some wild shit like that? I mean, I, I think that that's a gray area. I'd, I'd be more okay with that, but this guy was losing. Um, he was down around, and Pater was picking it up. Yeah. Um, from what I saw, I don't know how really Aljamain Al, uh, got any rounds on him. <laughs> the, what, well, the things I thought was hilarious was... Uh, um, Pater being able to kick him so damn hard in the um like the the lower leg that he just ended up on his butt like <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Wazi, can um, you look this up real quick? Um, sure. Um, uh, damn. Go ahead, Jake. I keep I can't even think of the names right now. UFC two fifty nine. Um, Peter and Aljamain knee to the head. You might have yeah. all you have to do is put knee to the head, probably. You'll see 259 knee to the... Is that like an arrow to tip in the knee? Yeah. (laughs) I was once an adventurer, but I took an arrow to the knee. (laughs) Shout out to that dude. But yeah, but you would have to figure that out though, right, Jake? If you wanted to to be on the side of... If you get disqualified, you don't get no belt. Then you, You couldn't do it that way because if I'm losing then most guys would just take that opportunity and say, nah, okay, fuck that. I'm going to need you so that you don't, I'm going to still lose anyway, but I don't want you to have this belt. And it's going to make people like, you know, cop out. Some people, not a lot of people, most people wouldn't do that, but there will be some snakes out there that'd be like, fuck that. I'm about to lose this fight, but I don't want you to have a belt. I'm going to do something to get myself disqualified and not neither one of us can have it. So it had to be something there to prevent that saying like, all right, if you're up in the cars and then the other dude does something, to disqualify himself, then you get the belt. But if you're losing and they disqualify themselves, then nobody gets the belt. The other guy gets a loss. And then you get a chance after that, you know, to fight again for the belt against whoever. That probably have to be the route it would have to go. Yeah. Here's, here's a couple angles of it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and this is like the, really this illegal. is, this is basically as bad as you can do it. Cause he yeah. grabbed my man's head, right? And then wound the knee up and, and brought the head down while the knee was coming up with it. Like textbook when you fighting your little the brother. Move. Yeah, bro. yeah. Don't piss off Peter. If you're uh, pull in that back Russia. up for me, Wazi. I want to see that last one that you just had up. Yeah. Maximize. Uh, let me see if we got one that like nah that's not the because that's that's right before he get hit yeah i've because it gets through that block (laughs) yeah i've seen some people try to argue that it wasn't technically illegal (laughs) and honestly i don't even care (laughs) i i don't even care whether it technically was or not take the l peter yeah bro can't do no shit like this. Yeah, it's, it's a disgrace to the game. I, I, I mean, and I'm even upset that they uh, gave. I don't, and I don't, I don't like Al Jermaine's, uh, um like how much he's been running his mouth since, like on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, but like, 
Damn, I you follow think... him too, bro? I got to figure no, this out. <laughs> no, 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 like, uh, I, so I watched the fight and, the, and it's like, okay, I see all the memes coming through. I'm like, all right, he's, he's definitely got to be saying something on Twitter. So I don't follow him, but I, I'll go to his Twitter and check it out and be, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. I have the video up. Yeah, bro. That's nasty. Boom! So, he, he isn't pushing his head down. He's just holding it still. Yeah, like... yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, a, it's just so... Because but... he pushes it down beforehand, and then he just holds it where it's at and gives it a good old-fashioned punt. That backyard, now... that backyard football knee punt. <laughs> Now, uh, what's his face? Uh, Demetrius Johnson, he came out saying that um, knees on a downed opponent shouldn't be illegal. And and, and he, he goes ahead and justifies it saying that um, Al Jermaine was basically stalling the fight. You know, by being in that position and stuff like that, what am I supposed to do? Oh, um, you're you a know. UFC fighter, bro. I can't tell you what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, there's like, got to other... be something to do for a dude that's kneeling. I don't know what to tell you, dog. There's got to be some moves. Or if a dude's knee is on the floor like that, make the the judge got to back up. The judge going to start counting or something. I don't know what the mm-hmm. rules is. Let me tell you this. No, you should not. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if there is a, what is, what should I do? You shouldn't. I'm going to tell you what you shouldn't do. Knee a motherfucker in the head because besides the fact that if it's if it's we can even take it past the fact if it's if it's uh, against the rules or not, Jake. Just morally as a good person, do you want to knee somebody in a fucking no, temple? No, 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 no. <laughs> we we can't we can't bring that into into UFC because then everything goes out the window. I'm but I'm okay. MMA doesn't happen if we're talking about yeah, being okay. a good person. I, there's a certain, but there are certain moves that are meant to be used. Most moves that they have in there can be used to just tap a dude out and move on, bro. It's a reason they don't let you just fall on the motherfucking head with the people's elbow no more, dog. <laughs> like, you about to, you're trying, you're trying to kill I mean, they kind of do. Like, anytime anyone gets dropped. That, well, they was like, just talking about this. They was just Curtis talking Blade about this. And... Yeah, they was just talking about this. Um, I forgot where I was watching it, but they were talking about how the rules is kind of weird with the, with the elbow shit. So... Even it, even the UFC got to like, it feels like they got to kind of clear it up because like you said, I've been seeing people saying shit like that's not illegal. That is illegal. But I'm like, okay, so if y'all motherfuckers don't even know if it's illegal or not, y'all, UFC, y'all need to go back to the drawing board and figure out what's clearly illegal and what's not. Because I felt like I thought that that was no debate that you just can't knee a motherfucker in the head. But, and intent doesn't matter too. He, he intentionally did that shit. But even if he didn't, you did it so you know what i'm saying which is the case in most scenarios when it comes to you know um i take basketball for example there's a lot of dudes who the dude will try to go up and dunk and another dude will try to block the dunk right and while he's blocking it he'll hit the guy real hard and the dude will fall hard on the floor damn near break his leg yeah the guy who was trying to block the shot wasn't trying to hurt the dude but you did it, and that's that's a flagrant foul, bro. And and you get that's a technical. And if you could do another one of them, you get thrown out the game. And that's just how it goes sometimes, bro. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess. So I mean, for one, in in other MMA, uh, um, I guess promotions, um, like you do have, like in um, in um, one, I think it, I think it's one, maybe Bellator. Um, you could, you could definitely knee a guy 
if he's down like that. Um, and uh, pardon me. I, I I guess I don't necessarily see. I, I don't like it, but I don't know if I see a whole lot of difference between oh. that and say Jorge Masvidal doing his flying knee to Ben Askren, and then when Ben Askren is clearly unconscious, hammering the hell out that, of him. And a hammer hand. And, and that's <laughs> super common. You know, that happens pretty much every UFC event. Yep. No, I'm you with know, you. And, and, and the person's clearly completely uh, um, undefended and stuff and unconscious and taking CTE. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm with you. I guess so, that's, yeah. the, that's the point I'm saying. It seemed the, the one, the main thing that I came out of this is it seemed like they need to go to the drawing board a little bit on their rules and what is and what it ain't, <laughs> you know, allowed. Mm. And then y'all can argue about it from there, but y'all got to have some solid shit on the floor, you know. And then that's the that's the great thing about uh life, bro. You make something, and then when people and then you adjust it as time goes by. So yeah, I mean, I'm and and. Just to reiterate, like I'm completely okay with Pater getting a loss, mm-hmm. um, e- even besides the rules. Like I don't like a down knee personally, you know. Yeah. Um, um, I'm okay with him losing and losing the belt. Um, on, and I don't think that uh, Al Jermain was necessarily hamming it up or anything. I don't think he should have been put in the situation where he had to decide whether he wanted to go on or not. I think mm-hmm. it should have just been stopped by the referee right then and there. Um, and, uh, but like, I don't think that he deserves the title. Yep. I feel that make it vacant. Let him fight for it again. Either they rematch or Al Jermaine gets to fight the next guy on the ladder, you know? Yeah. I'm with you. Hey, Wazi, did you happen to look into the whole selling tweets thing? Mm, not really, because I don't care. Um, I like the idea. <laughs> Are you talking about Jack Dorsey uh, selling uh, the first tweet ever? No, nah, I didn't know that he sold. Well, yeah, the first he, he tweet was, ever. and that, it auctioned for what, like close to? Oh, like he 80 sold. Wait, who had the first tweet ever? Was it him? Did he make the first wait, tweet? Wait, ever? He, he sold the the first NFT tweet, or he was well, auctioning off. It was an NFT of the first tweet. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, was it? Was yeah. it his tweet though? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm about to say you can t- you can sell other people's tweets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. And how much did it go for? Let me look it up. Uh, so, uh, uh, can you even just pull up a light article real quick so I can see what's going on? Because I did not get a chance to yeah. kind of look into this. Because I got a couple things that might go for might sell a little bit, dog. Um. So I, I wouldn't mind putting one or two things up. Um. But. Yeah, I don't really. Jake, you saw it first, so can you kind of break it yeah. down? What is uh, first off? What is NFT? Non non fungible token. token. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, that's like a whole category. Current, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, highest bid. You said what? Two two point five million. That's stupid. That is for so some weird. asshole's tweet. That's right. Crazy. Um. Okay. So non fungible tokens. This doesn't just apply to Twitter, though. There are other types of NFTs out here. Oh, oh yeah. You could okay. tokenize pretty much anything. anything. Okay. So you now... could tokenize your house if you wanted to. Take <laughs> I mean, cri- cri- uh, crypto is already kind of that to a certain extent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so 
is there like a specific site that people are selling these tweets on or I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think anyone else is selling a tweet. I don't, I don't think anyone can sell a tweet. I mean, I, I've why? Seen, I, okay. So sorry, sorry. Ha, go ahead. Have you? Uh, I, I was seeing people on Twitter, 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 <laughs> like, uh, Crayshawn, she's a rapper slash artist. She said, I just minted my first. Okay. So maybe it's not Twitter. I don't know what this is. Yeah, no, I mean, you could, you could pretty much mint and tokenize just about anything. Anything, okay. I think Grimes just did that with some of Zora. Internet Renaissance, the NFT protocol. So there's something called Zora that she did this on. Okay. So maybe she tokenized something else and then posted it to Twitter that she tokenized something. So, but... Um, I mean, you could tokenize an album and sell it, uh, you know... Um, on the blockchain like that, Mike. Yeah, I guess I just don't understand it because if I tokenize an album, I can only would could multiple people buy that token, or is it just one yeah. version of that that somebody would have, or what's the deal with that? Yeah, um, like using it's like using for example, um, I've been watching videos on this a little bit, and um, uh, a lot of I don't know. I, I'm sure that there's other competitors, but uh, all, all the stuff I was seeing was um, about um, a site called Rarible, where you can upload um, uh, MP3s, JPEGs, what have you, um, and it will go ahead and tokenize it. And you can decide: is this going to be a single thing? Are there's are there going to be multiples? So you could go ahead and do pretty much like a hundred runs of your album, and uh, and that's and then that's all there is. Um, at least of this, um, I guess you could go ahead and look at it as sure. Technically, anyone could go ahead and copy and paste and uh, um, forge the artwork, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with it being tokenized, like there's a hash which serves as a um, like a certificate of authenticity. So you know that this is the real deal. And then for example, you could go ahead and say that you're selling the album for $10 USD, um, but like in, I don't know, Monero or whatever coin, um, but it's 10 USD. Now that first sale, you get all 100% of that 10 USD, but then you can also set it up so that you get 10% royalties. So now, I've got it, and um, Wazi wants it, and I sell it to Wazi for ten bucks. Well, you get ten percent of that, or maybe Wazi's like, uh, "Hey, uh, I'll give you 10 I'm like, "Hell no, 20 So, and he's like, "All right, yeah, sure." Well, then you get ten percent of that, and uh, and everything. Which that I think is gonna be the. A, I don't know. I don't know anything about anything, but I think that could be a real game changer when it comes to independent artists. Um, yeah. trying to profit off their royalties and um, a decentralized network. Yeah, I would love to see what, what happened with uh, a mainstream artist that does something like that. One issue with like music is you then need a new player, though, because you need something to be able to recognize that, that token. I thought you said you uploaded it as mm. an MP3, though. It, well, yeah, but if it's an MP3, I mean... It doesn't stop anybody from. Right now, I have the MP3, and I can just go ahead and send that through Messenger to you guys, and now you guys all have it. 
but I am the only one who contains like the one with the certificate of authenticity. Mm-hmm. What that? Right. Yeah, and and what that kind of does because no two NFTs are the same. I'm I'm reading through a thing right now. Um, one of the benefits is is that you can track back to where it split off or what version. So, like, let's say you release an album and you know exactly what NFT or what what token is associated with that. If it's all over back in the day, LimeWire and, and all those kind of things, you can look uh. at the token. And I don't know if names and shit like that are, are shown, but in theory, you could find out who leaked it or who spread it if they weren't careful and didn't remove that first. But mm-hmm. okay. Wazi, well, I didn't think about that. Um, having like creating a player that um, recognizes that data and like validates it. Otherwise it doesn't play it. Um, MP3 but- already has a section in the can't remember if it's the header or the footer, but there is like a, a metadata section where you can put it'd be perfect for a token. They have like cover art and stuff like that already. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 perhaps you could make it compatible with like current DRM tech. So like Apple DRM works because it plays through their player. I don't think you, you can just get a DRM AAC file and play it through any player. Okay. And that kind of goes back to it. Anything with DRM, the thing playing it needs to handle that that, that DRM. Mm-hmm. And my guess is any artwork that comes out isn't just going to be the standard JPEG or standard MP3. It'll be, you know, a .NFT or something like that. But mm-hmm. I have I have no ideas. I'm just reading through it right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where does this take us to the future, man? Because now we got. I don't know. It just seems like there's so many things coming out digitally that are going to hold um, value, um, kind of take over currency. That I don't know. Is this going? Is this the start of the end of paper money, or are we always going to have this and have this around? You think? And not the, this is just another income. There, there'd income be a stuff. much higher chance of a standardized personal value thing that was attached to you. NFT isn't even close to, to the right technology for that. Yeah, I'm 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 just saying not, not even just NFT, but you just see don't you just see this this trend that's happening? Bitcoins and cryptocurrencies and blockchains and NFTs like it seemed like everybody want to just have these virtual currencies and things that, you know, hold value online really bad, you know, that I don't know. So I can Nike, see, I'm trying to see if this is going to, you know, eventually take over to where we just, you know, everything you have is just through, you just pay for shit through your phone or whatever, or what's, what y'all so, think? So Nike oh, yeah. has even tokenized some of their shoes. I didn't see that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, which, um, if I remember correctly, essentially, like you buy, like, or no, maybe it was in their patent. Um, but essentially that you, it seems to indicate that, um, they, they have a patent available so that you could go to Foot Locker, buy a pair of Nikes that 
a physical pair of Nikes that you could wear in real life, obviously, mm-hmm. that come with a token that unlocks digital content um, for you to go ahead and um, use in the the the, um, the digital realm. Yeah, um, digital monsters. And, and or that you could go ahead and buy it the shoes digitally and then redeem that uh in real life mm-hmm. um and uh so i don't know um when i think of personally when i think of uh vr and um the yeah. notion of uh like transhumanism <laughs> and uploading your conscience uh consciousness into um the internet and that sort of deal <laughs> um for me it 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 smacks of a lot of um like gnostic duality the separation of the mind and the body and um really personally seeing the body as a prison for the soul Mm. um so you're going ahead and freeing yourself of that prison and uploading it um because that's what's really me this isn't me at all (laughs) that's what's me Mm. um and so i see all of these things as essentially creating a groundwork for that uh that future universe um but the the thing that gets me that I don't understand is that um, we're essentially building a a universe on top of other universes, and it, that requires a stability of the underlying structures. And when that starts to crumble, the stuff at the top falls away first. Yeah. You know, like cities are like cities are great and everything, but they're built on civilization is built on top of the natural world. Mm-hmm. Look, Pompeii was a beautiful town, but Vesuvius did something to it, and it's yeah. gone. <laughs> you uh, know, so if we create a digital world, that we seen decide a Google to... commercial accent about Pompeii and Vesuvius. Oh yeah, yeah. You um, saw that but... shit. Yeah, yeah, I see it all the time. <laughs> but if we create a, a, this digital world that um, we start uh, uploading our consciousness to, and we start leaving here. For one, it's going to be the elites who go first, right? So then what, do we have like a slave cast that's left behind in their bodies to make sure that the computers don't turn off? <laughs> mm, good question. You know, and then what happens Why would the if, elites go first? I don't know. Why does Elon Musk want to go to Mars? Oh, you're talking about just getting the fuck up out of here. Well, I mean, I mean, not just that, but I mean, you're going to have to have the resources to be the trailblazer, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, I know what you're saying. I thought at first when you said, I thought you meant they were going to be the first to die or something. Oh, like, no, no, no. I'm like, nah, they usually make the people at the bottom. So I guess whenever I talk, you talk about this type of stuff, right? Most people minds only go you know, up until they die, like the next 50 years, 100 years, maybe even thousands of year, thousand years. But I just be thinking about, I'm not thinking about that, dog. Humans could be on this earth for another million years, dog. You never know what type of shit we going to get into, you know, in, in 5,000 years. You see the change that we've had in, in fucking 10, 20 years, bro. The internet came along, bro, and this it's different. <laughs> it's like different, different. So you just you'll never know like what's gonna change and how shit's gonna be, you know, in in time that's that's in that much time passes, dog. So when I bring up this stuff, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people can't even think outside that box, but 
You know, you never, you just don't know, like what you said, bro. We we about to be in that matrix shit where motherfuckers is in pods, getting woken up in the in the gunk, like. <laughs> and, <laughs> like and then are they going to look far. back on the matrix and be like, "Damn, that movie was ahead of its time," like. <laughs> you well, know, idiocracy, man. Yeah, was- bro. Right. Or, and 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 think about, I don't know. I think about all type of shit like that, like. What is America going to be? Are we still going to have America? Is it going to be taken over? Because right now it feels like every place on earth is just kind of, everybody got a spot on earth, right? And we all just chilling here, except for Antarctica. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, everybody got a spot, you know, but it's clearly volatile. It's clearly one thing could happen. It kind of, and it really feels like that now to where somebody can start something and somebody can take over some shit. So, and it feel like we over here, we, we, it's just me. It's just us, Canada and Mexico, just over here in North America chilling. But like, is it going to be like that forever? Is Mexico going to get their shit together and beat our ass one day? Is Canada, Canada going to start being nice and say, fuck you niggas. I want your area. Like who knows, bro. Or are we going to end up really becoming the bad guys trying to take over both of them? And now the whole world is against us. Like we tried to be against Germany. Like <laughs> I, I hate to break it to you, but we're already those bad yeah, guys. I know, but <laughs> I'm saying, but we don't even look, I don't know how to explain We got an entire Southern continent of slaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah bro i feel that <laughs> but we don't we don't i don't know americans don't see themselves as bad guys but when, oh, there were people in yeah. germany that was like we some bullshit i guess there's people yeah. here that see us like that too it's it, yeah. i don't know it just feel different than that so well, i don't know you never know what's gonna happen bro and that's just the tip of the iceberg but i don't know i can see us eventually i don't know this stuff don't make sense because well, why is it do you, you um what's it called as far as like um like we was talking about blockchain last week was crypto the only thing that you dipped in or did you get it your feet wet into any of that other stuff too um like any of this type of nft shit or digital trading well, uh, NFTs are are part of the ethereum blockchain technology i was just re- re- rereading up on you it so what basically was? uh nfts are are part of oh, okay. they're, they're they're built on the ethereum blockchain so instead of trading coins, you're you're, you're trading art. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. I mean, I like the idea of crypto, and I'm I'm 100 percent be behind a a single world wallet type of thing. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'll, I'll flesh that out. What do you mean? So, um, like, uh, c- companies like even Newegg started accepting Bitcoin like 10 or 15 years ago, if I remember correctly. No, like five or ten, um, and j- using a single currency that could be used anywhere instead of having to either buy it with a credit card or transfer money to a bank that then gets transferred to a brokerage, and then you do that. If I just have my token is my wallet, I just I always have. If I have my phone or if I have a card, I always have my entire currency with me, and you're trading common currencies. So it does like if I if I went down down to Mexico, I could use the exact same currency because it's a and not currency have to worry trade. about the uh right and, like and faster transactions. Yeah. yeah. Well like, you yeah, could I, get I, kind I get of that. biblical with that shit too. Uh go ahead, Jake, and I'll tell you what I mean. Uh well I mean like uh like 
I get that, and I figure that's where you were going. Um, the difficulty I see, and like I don't understand, I guess, is that there's just so many cryptocurrencies. Like, would we all have to settle on like, all right, sorry, Ethereum, but it's Bitcoin, or would it be like some vendors use this, some vendors use that? Like, I don't actually see it necessarily resolving that. So it it, it is going to take a major player. It's going to take Visa or American Express or somebody to come out with their with their own crypto. Um, but then once that, that that crypto is accepted most places commonly, then it can It'll actually hit a threshold and be gone. Yeah, uh, like uh, Japan forever has always been a, a cash-based society. Everybody will always carry two to three hundred dollars of cash on them. Um, Good but to there's, know. <laughs> uh, yeah. When you're in Japan, so, so have, have fun flying there right now. <laughs> um, but they're slowly moving over because subways were moved over to. It's basically like a bridge card type thing where it's a card that you just load money on. And then that card is now getting accepted at convenience stores and some places. So it's going to it's going to take something like that to be the single currency. And then you just kind of expand outwards from there. There's going to be a lot of dual currencies all over the world. I mean, even Europe has the euro and, you know, yeah. some countries have their own currency at the same time. And you're still going to have that overlap. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to take initiative. And I think it's also going to have to be a less volatile market. It can't be something like Bitcoin that can literally drop in, you know, 50 percent in a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, so what was it here? Um one of my concerns i don't remember right now um but like uh, um oh so one of my concerns is will it ne like i don't know if i trust that it will necessarily be the best crypto like from from the reading i've been doing like some are much better um when it comes to um like finances and that sort of thing like um the transactions are um you know much quicker lower fees and that sort of thing um so like one thing that worries me is like is it going to be the popular girl at school who uh gets invited to prom or like <laughs> the one who actually you know should um right and then in addition to that though like i'm still uncertain like i think uh bringing up the euro is a, a great example for example like hungarians like they don't trust the euro um, they don't trust. I was about to say something along those lines too. You know, because now you're going ahead and um, you're giving a foreign um, bank, central bank, essentially authority over your economy and stuff like that, and um, they're just not super comfortable. So they still got the foreign and all that jazz. Um, and then, so yeah, I'm sure that there could be to some... deal with people's paranoia with a lot of this shit. Because yeah, even if you be... take it about out of that, there's people still paranoid about the internet. Like I'm going, yeah. I'm going. We all going to use Bitcoin. Then you just see Walmart got hacked last week. Like, what if they just, what if they get into there and take all the money? Like, there's people who be like, I don't know if those people are going to get phased out. Like, just old motherfuckers and then new kids who are born and only know the internet will be more accepting of it. But I feel like I mean, think about like credit cards. How long credit cards took in the what, exactly. 40s and 50s? 
Yeah, oh, you mean the I, mark of the beast? And I know I still know people who keep money in shoe boxes. I don't trust no bank. Fuck a bank. I'm not putting no money in no bank. Keep all their money under their mattress still, bro. Like, get a safe, what, dog. Who? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, buy you a safe off of Amazon, bro. What um, you got in his shoe boxes for? Just because of them old rap songs, bro. <laughs> it's funny how but, much that shit influenced your ass. But like also, um, so I, I was I know Mike's got a point, a, a biblical point. So I, I don't want to dive into um, interpl- the interplanetary uh, file system yet. <laughs> but um, uh, one of the point I was, I've been researching that a little bit, and uh, one of the points has been um, how with centralization you have uh, the opportunity for governments, for example, to um, censor things. And de- uh, centralization makes it much more robust and all that jazz. Um, and, and one of the points that they brought up is how, like, we think of the Internet as one thing, but it isn't. Um, for example, the Chinese experience of the Internet is not the same. And um, there's definite signs of potential splitting into multiple Internets um, that mm-hmm. could be taking place in the next five to ten years um does your experience so, on something make it a different thing though what do you mean i don't know like if i go to the louvre and you go to the louvre and you had a different experience than i did that don't mean it's no not the no louvre still so well, no no for example like china doesn't like um the things that facebook allows so you don't get facebook in china okay well i guess you that's know, what i'm saying like just because you get you chinese know, facebook. just because they just because they cut off some of the internet don't mean it's a different internet i mean, it, well, I mean I, i'm not saying it I don't mean, mean it. Your, i'm just asking does that mean it well you're restricted to your own yard and um the toys that you have in your yard and you don't get to go ahead and venture out and explore other toys yep. in other yards you know so mm-hmm. i mean i think it, it's a completely different experience it's like not even comparable okay. um I just want to want to see what y'all thought on that. I mean, yeah. even the internet we know is only a tiny fraction of the actual internet. I mean, that. most mm-hmm. of our stuff is just World Wide Web stuff. It's not anything. Dark web. Oh, there's that. There, there's the the military subnets and, oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, and that. then even just on a surface level, there's a language barrier. There's well known uh, uh, Orthodox Christian um, like resources that i can't even get to <laughs> even though they're on the internet because i'm not typing my search string in greek yeah. or in russian <laughs> you know once i translate it and stuff boom I, I get like all these hits but i also don't read the language so now i gotta nah, go ahead and just... work, translate it back so you know um that's pretty I, I've, funny i've looked for like uh obscure things about hungary <laughs> and like i've had to type it in in hungarian but then all the the hits are in Hungarian, so I'm like, all right, well, I can't even read this. So. Bro, I love your dedication to learning about the Hungarian culture, the language, the people. It's it's truly inspiring, dog. And I know your wife nah, appreciates. Nah, nah. I know your wife appreciates it too. And if she don't, <laughs> holla, let tell her to holla at me because I I. <laughs> I put her on, bro. These sometimes <laughs> these wives gotta be reminded how good they got it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I'll just bring y'all out to a date, like a couple's night around a bad couple, so that she could go home later that night and be like, Jake, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you don't treat me like that. Um, but no, I really am because I. That's just a side note. 
your dedication is is to be searching for shit <laughs> on the web and different languages is is different. I rock with it. I'm gonna find out what I can find out in English, and that's about it. <laughs> it ain't in English. I ain't gonna know it. <laughs> this what is America. <laughs> but uh, keep going with you. Even though uh, I'm not a mate. No, no. I mean, I think that was pretty much it. What was the biblical thing though? You talking about like uh, the Tower of Babylon? Yeah. Or Tower of Babel, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, it just seemed like that. It kind of goes along with that um, experience, right? Like everybody learn knows a different language now. Like, <laughs> and 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 what along what comes with that is stuff like this: different currencies, different cultures, different attitudes about things. And um, if if we're getting I guess if you want to take it there, it's just like maybe God don't want you to have the same currency. <laughs> and so and we ain't got to dig deep into that because it's just different. But I, I just yeah, know no. that it could be a part of it, bro. If, you know, we die and we find out whatever we find out. God's like, yeah, I ain't want y'all to have that, bro. Y'all trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um. I think it's a what's up, little Jack Jack? You seen him or not? I, I saw just his arm. But I was like, that's way too low to be show. So, what are you eating, bro? You oh, got some, some hair there, bro. He got some. Uh, say what's up. No, you gonna be silent? <laughs> off though. Yeah, off though. I, I don't. I don't know that man. I don't know it either. <laughs> but he got some of that. Um, that uh, what's it called? What's the place called? Outback. That bread they give you at Outback. Outback, outback, with the butter, it go crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, that boy so um, handsome. Look at him dancing in the back. Hey, hey, hey. go ahead, bro. Um, no, I mean, so I think what we see, per, so obviously, um, there, there's multiple levels. Like, uh, scripture should definitely be interpreted on. Like, sure, you know, we can look at uh, the Tower of Babel as a historical event, and that's a um, a valid approach and stuff like that. But to just leave it at that um, is uh, doing them a, 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 an extreme disservice. And what I see there is um, humanity going ahead and focusing on centralization. And and then uh, a catastrophic uh, event occurring, which forces decentralization. Yeah. And I see, especially if we just look at um, IT history over the past um, 50 years, we see that ebb and flow. We see um, a concentration of resources and centralization, and then it gets decentralized. And then it becomes centralized again, and then decentralized. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just a, a natural, um, part of life. Yeah. Um, because for example, I mean, you know, we went from mainframes to mobile phones, you know, yeah. and, and now guess what? We're putting everything back up in the cloud again in these data centers, you know, and, yep. um, and, and it, now so, we're talking about like private clouds and personal clouds and, yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, I think it's just a constant back and forth, like vacillating between two, um, polls kind of deal and uh, and but it's interesting to me to see it because um, essentially with uh, cryptocurrencies we're seeing that especially with like the the DeFi or decentralized finance we're, um, currencies like we're seeing that uh, applied to finances why have a central bank yeah why don't we decentralize that um, and bro side note on that 
I was so I was reading about remember I told you they dropped like a Silk Road a, a documentary I think mm-hmm. it's on Netflix talking about Silk Road and the dark web and uh, the dude who started it and got arrested for the shit. So remember, I don't know y'all. I don't know if y'all knew this, or, but y'all probably did. He was using Bitcoin on the site. That was like the thing that mm-hmm. they used to like buy shit through through the um, through Silk Road. The government seized all of my man's Bitcoin like stuff. Like the FBI seized that shit <laughs> when they arrested him. Um, they've got like, so now there's just like, basically with it at 50 K today, it's up to like $10 trillion or something that the FBI has in Bitcoin from when they seized it from this man, when they arrested him for Silk Road. (laughs) Wow. What do you do with that money? Well, so an an interesting thing I've, I've come to learn is that one of the issues with Bitcoin is that it's non-fungible. Mm. Uh, they have a fungibility problem because uh, due to the lack of privacy regarding uh, transactions with Bitcoins, um, it is possible to go ahead and actually trace um, a Bitcoin <laughs> to um, a criminal uh, enterprise or endeavor and that Bitcoin is no longer usable wow um, or 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 not accepted something like that i, I don't really understand all the nuts I and bolts you. of it I but get you. it makes sense though. but like, if like we know this came from money. incredible sources yeah. we're not using this shit like i see the blood on that dollar yeah it's blood money <laughs> i'm not gonna accept it <laughs> that's crazy yeah so so you sure, think that it, some of this is but the dude who did this shit got fucking two life sentences plus 40 years that's always name again. Um, Kim something? No, no, no. Look it up real quick. Who is that Kim guy? Um, Silk Roll creator. I'm gonna know as soon as you say it. Hey. Uh, uh Ross William Ulbricht. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Who the hell am I thinking of? <laughs> uh, you're thinking of the uh, Mega Dude, right? Yeah. 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 Kim something, Kim Mega or something like that. Uh, Mega Kim, uh, Kim dot com. Yeah. Uh, the website was Mega, I think. Yep, but they 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 overkill my man. But that's also a good conversation that we'll have that we can have another day because he just created the site, right? And wanted people to Mega be able upload, to, yeah. yeah, he wanted people to, you know. Just have a free space that they could do what the fuck they wanted to do. And then there were people who jumped on there who started doing unscrupulous things. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that what happened with uh, Parler and yep. you know, yep. Reddit to a certain extent? And yep. OnlyFans. All of those sites. <laughs> exactly. You not a, So my man's to get <laughs> fucking two life sentences plus 40 years just sounds so fucking crazy to me, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, though, it, it's not terribly uh, different from people wanting to um, uh, be able to sue, say, Smith & Wesson mm-hmm. due to a Smith & Wesson being involved in a crime. But, yeah, but that's not, that sounds stupid, though, right? <laughs> now, don't that sound stupid? All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, now, I will say that I think it's a little bit a little bit different because the site X has a marketplace, right? So if, if Briarwood has a mall 
or uh, well, I mean, yeah. So, or hell, uh, yeah. So let's say I own a mall, and somebody sets up a, 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 you know, they rent out a shop and everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, glad to have your business. And but then they're going ahead and giving uh, tug jobs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or if they're sell, or if they're selling weed. Uh, well, I guess weed doesn't apply anymore. But no, you're right. Yeah, you're 100 percent responsible power. for that shit. 100. percent Yeah. And and this is um oh what's the word I was about to look, think up um but it's the same way like say a coach get fired head coaches get fired all the time for shit assistant coaches do why because either you allowed it to happen uh, and you need to get fired or you didn't know that it was happening and you supposed to know that that's happening and so you got to get yeah. fired right so i'm not saying you don't you're not getting in trouble yeah get that motherfucking arrest his ass because he saw what right. was going on in his site and he let it happen two life sentences plus 40 god damn can't you yeah. and a man who come up with something like that i thought y'all the government i thought y'all usually snatched them boys up like y'all mm-hmm. brought the nazis to nasa like i'm sure my <laughs> man can help y'all out a little bit dog god damn like, <laughs> that shit crazy bro I, I just think it's a little overkill get your get his ass for show but damn <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point um <laughs> yeah because i mean I don't think you could say that. Well, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> just like you know, guys like Jack Dorsey and stuff like that always try to pretend like, oh, I have no idea what my team's doing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that, that's, that's a bit ridiculous. Go ahead. I hear you. Um, you know, so but yeah, to go ahead and and pretend that like he was like personally involved, uh, unless like you got him on something, you know, yeah. if you got him on something like that's fine and stuff, but that's, that wasn't the case. Well, I want y'all to see the documentary because I don't want to ruin nothing, but they also tried to get him. There's some other shit about him trying to attempt to murder one of his, um, one of the dudes who help him make Silk Road. It's a whole wild story. They, the FBI like faked a murder and shit and blamed it on him. It was weird. Um, but speaking of Jack Dorsey, did y'all see that he bought title too from Jay Z for 300, 300 million? Mm-mm-mm. Okay, it's still a thing. Huh? It's still a thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so he got majority uh, ownership of title now. So this means that Jack Dorsey now has Twitter, Square slash Cash App, and Title. So a social media site, a money transaction site. In a music distribution site, when do the FBI start knocking on your door and telling you to calm down? <laughs> yeah, so they'll be interesting to see under the Biden administration because Trump was all about monopolization. You know, uh, he, he was allowing that. <laughs> I love monopoly, man. The fucking pass uh, go. What you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Boy, and walk, I mean, bitch. <laughs> though I don't think Obama was doing much on the matter. I mean, honestly, over the past decade. Um, especially in like the, the telco and uh, tech industries, a lot of monopolization has been uh, taking place and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's going to stop, Jake, because Microsoft and Bethesda was taking a long time to go through. And then Biden got in office and that shit went through last week, I think, dog, like officially this mm-hmm. week or last week. Um, and it was a lot because of the monopolization type shit. So, I don't yeah, know. I mean, <clears throat> Both both sides are big business. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's how that's how I look at it. I mean, Biden's got Biden ain't got uh, two thousand dollars for us, but uh, he's got <laughs> he's got money for bombs. So, yeah. that, bro, <laughs> you know, 
I want to. I really do want to sit in these conversations and see what's going on. Like, who really is responsible for? Who's the motherfucker saying, "Hell no, they don't need two thousand dollars," and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and what's the reasoning behind it? Huh? It was a hundred percent of the, the the GOP this yeah. time. <laughs> that's a, Literally that's zero votes from three <laughs> re, re, Republicans to give us money. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, you know, you, obviously as the president, you're the head. You get blamed for this shit. But we we know that it's everybody. So who I want to know what y'all reasoning was, why y'all said it, and what's and what was the reasoning against it, and how y'all even came down to wherever y'all met at. I just want to be in them conversations and hear them. Yeah, um, it but, was interesting. Uh, I was I was watching. Uh, my buddy sent me this uh, Kim Iverson video, um, and she, her talking about the GOP being uh, pulled to the left. And um, um, it was interesting. She didn't go you down the route. GOP, that I was... yeah, you know me. <laughs> she didn't go down the route that I thought she was gonna go down. But um, she was talking about like the increase of um specifically young um republicans and conservatives um being much more um open and um incredibly agreeable to leftist um sort of uh policies for example uh, um like medicaid uh medicare for all type deal and and, and that sort of thing because it, and, and they'll be really interesting because the GOP likes to say that they're um, you know family values and that sort of thing but yet like the economic system that you propose split forces both the uh, parents to go ahead and work in offices or wherever just to have enough money to pay uh, for everything um, and then have other people raise the kids and in all that jazz you know like um, it's they want to go ahead and piss and moan about giving the average person two thousand dollars um you know the average family and stuff and uh yeah it's, it's just not family values right yeah, <laughs> like yeah. and stuff so um a lot of a lot of younger people like millennial republicans <laughs> are looking at it like well no like we we're all actually on the same like side with a lot of things you know whether you're right or left um yeah, well, I shouldn't say right or left, but if you're Democrat or Republican, like pretty much all millennials are in line. Like, yeah, universal health care should be a thing. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> um, so I think what you're really seeing is much more like the, the older Republicans, uh, the establishment ones who still think Reagan's president. <laughs> what you think, Waz? Yeah, it sounds about right. I mean, I definitely think there's a much bigger push towards human right type stuff, just kind of generally. But like listening to some of the the, the current senators and Congress people and some of the uh, hearings lately, uh, specifically for like stock market stuff lately, I think, yeah, just a lot of them are people who have no idea what's going on and they want things to work the way it was when they were young and but I, I think that's just a, a common thing. I don't think it's political. I think that that's just a, mm-hmm. people just want what they're used to. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and that's the thing um, that I see with, especially like uh, typically with like establishment um, Republicans and Democrats, uh, like of that boomer era, is that um, the 
the main like the main philosophy is you know um like do what you want to do so on one side you have it manifest as i'm a business owner let me do what i want to do there shouldn't be a minimum wage if i want to pay you five cents an hour i should be allowed to and then on the <laughs> other side you have like that same idea taken um shape in like a more social um um sort of manifestation i i should be able to sleep with whoever i want to you know like straight gay whatever like you know it doesn't matter like i should be able to do whatever i want with my body sort of deal and it's like they're both saying the same thing like this is mine i should be able to do what i want with it but they they draw like one draws a line here and the other draws a line here um and yeah millennials i think are going to be a similar sort of force as um like political force as boomers i uh, had been and i think we're gonna have a, quite an influence for a while um but uh it's gonna be very different <clears throat> yeah i one other thing that that, that I, i've also kind of noticed kind of to go along with that is the older people tend to want to append changes in laws whereas the younger people want to look at them and say, hey, should this actually be the rule? Like, I know you technically mm. you've, you've amended it 14 times, <laughs> so now it can only happen on the second Tuesday for 14 minutes, as long as it's a full moon and there's a cat on the balcony. <laughs> you know, instead of saying, hey, maybe we, we should just open a door instead of trying to climb through a window. Yeah, big facts. Interest, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's a whole interesting thing. That is interesting. I, I, I'd have to flesh it out, like, because like the the appending thing is kind of like a like a, a blockchain ledger, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're just appending more transactions on it. Um, but do we do we prune the tree ever? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, isn't that kind of the the whole? We still have the right to bear arms, and we still have all of the constitutional rights, which again makes sense, but does the right to bear arms mean the same thing that it does in in current uh like now you know right. we aren't fighting bears we're not waiting on the native americans to attack us at any moment mm -hmm. so like when they said that shit, it was no nose in the office they was like hell yeah i gotta have my stripe you know what it's like out here <laughs> it was like you know what it's like outside bro hell yeah we gotta have our straps now in 2021, it's like, what the, you know, depending on where you live, like, well, first of all, yeah. none of us need, oh, all right, I ain't going to say that. You got, well, you want to defend yourself, blah, 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 but it's not the same danger, like Wazzy said, back in the day when they first wrote this shit, like, you had to well, worry about humans and them things out there, <laughs> bears and shit. But is that even true? Like, so. Is that even uh, true? I don't, I wasn't alive. <laughs> But I'd be so, scared as hell if I had to uh, got sent back to the wild, wild west. It seemed like them times was you shooting a motherfucker because you lost in poker. Like I'm straight, bro. <laughs> yeah, but no, like so. Uh, one of the recent episodes we uh, watched, "A Criminal Minds," uh, op either opened or closed with uh, a quote from Susan B. Anthony, mm, yep. and they you know, early feminist, right? Mm -hmm. um, and she said something to the effect that no woman should um, rely on a man to defend her and that she should be capable and ready to defend herself. Yeah. I think in the episode that was at the end of, too. I have, to, I have to think about it, though. I would not. 
I would not be surprised to see her walk around with a strap. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, and, and, and how do we talk about, we talk like, uh, but now modern feminists, like whatever wave we're on 18th or whatever, um, whatever iteration of feminism we're on now is like hardcore against weapons, mm-hmm. you know, against guns. Um, and then, and there's, there's, I, I, I don't, I don't know if it's fair to say the majority, but there's plenty of, um, and I don't, I don't know how else to put it, but like, of like the Black Lives Matter type, they go ahead and say that there shouldn't be any guns as well, and, but also the same rhetoric I hear is that um, we have rape culture, and um, it's it's dangerous to be a woman. Um, you you know, you, do you know Johnny how many Bravo, women Pepe are Le Pew, We talking to you. you know like what is it like one in three one in four women have been sexually assaulted in their lives and stuff like that um and then we talk about you know we're talking about going as far as defunding the police and and all that jazz you can't trust the police they're actually just a gang and that and all that jazz so if this rhetoric is actually true then shouldn't black folks be caring Shouldn't women be caring? Well, that's, if it that's is that killer dangerous. Mike's. That's killer Mike's uh, point right. of view. Killer Mike has that point of view for sure. Um, uh, and like I said, I can't, you know, I can't, agree, I can't disagree with it fully. You know. Also, we never did get into the defund the police thing. That'll be for I don't know. We kind of missed that way, so it might not, <laughs> we might yeah. not have to get into that. But I just thought well, about I mean, we, that. We, we, we definitely we, didn't really get into that really. <laughs> We got Biden and Kamala in, mm-hmm. in office, so I'm sure it's going to come around again because they've done such great things in their past. That's a big fact. They What's just... a, war, a war crime or two? It's not <laughs> Fuck, man. I can't wait till we get somebody that we could just really rally behind, dog. And somebody that's not yeah. 70 fucking years old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah, and that's a that's just one of the things that frustrates me so much is that you're both giving us turds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend to like it. Oh man, but yeah, um, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Can you pull up that judge that nudge real quick, Wazzy? So remember, I put y'all on a classic, um, Joey Jihad. Um, <laughs> Joey Jihad was a dude rapping in the middle of the street, got snuck. Um, that that video went viral in the hood and in every hood across America and every suburb shortly thereafter. Um, so here goes another one that started off in the hood, and it was one of the first battle rap fights ever recorded and put on uh, the internet. So okay, pause it, pause it real quick. I want you to say this. Remember how I told you if you go up to any per- black person and say it's obvious I'm hot, it's obvious I'm cold, a plat, they will finish the song. Any black person you walk up to and say this, oh, you bad because I'm styling on you. They going to finish it for you, bro. I promise to God you can have better gear. Chris styling on me, plus the cow is on me. So now we go press play. You're going to see the very first battle rap fight. Hey, listen, want me to king? I'll show you the guard. I'll show you the haze, then show you the hard. Then show you the gun, then show you my squad. Listen, I ain't got to really show you I'm hard. It speaks for itself. 
and I'm a boss. You got to speak to somebody just to speak to me. Listen, dog, you can't eat with me. And if, listen, I advise you don't really want to beef with me. Please. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you. You got to have better gear because you're styling on me. Listen, plus the cow is on me. To act up and you'll fucking have to lay down. <laughs> Is that it? Yep, the, the, it, it go on for a minute. So I want to see because we everybody, especially every black person, has seen this has broken this video down to a T. There's a lot of subtle shit in here, Jake. So I want to hear your breakdown of <laughs> what's going on. You can see that. In the, first of all, these bars is terrible, but he clearly mad. <laughs> This UI for for this video player is absolutely terrible. Yeah, I you I did I did daily motion just to this is testing it out to see if the uh, YouTube will act like a bitch if we use a daily motion video or not. So I want to just oh for self. look at the look at what's on there too. This this tell you how old it is. Look at the watermark on the video. <laughs> MySpace.com slash judge for yourself. I show you the guard, I show you the haze, don't show you the hard, then show you the gun, then show you my squad. Listen, I ain't gotta really show you I'm hard, it speaks for itself. I like I'm the lighting. Wait, if, if he's looking at him and says I don't have to, to, to say why I'm hard, it speaks for myself when he's right in front of him. <laughs> and he's like, you're making me make me hard. <laughs> when you put it that way. When you put it that way. <laughs> Listen, dog, you can't eat with me. And if, listen, I advise you don't really want to be with it. me. He already smacked his hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm styling on me. Again, because I'm styling on me. Plus, the child is on me. To act up, and you'll fucking have to lay down. <laughs> now, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, Mike, I'm going to have to ha have you explain for me. Like, I didn't. First of all, like, how was it's, the punch? It's, it's battle rap. Give me the punch. Well, well, I mean, it was solid. I mean, he's standing square, so you can only generate so much. You know, you're more or less uh, swinging your hand, uh, and and you got a little bit of hip action. I saw his shoulders roll into it, so it looked all right. He caught him right on that uh, um, <laughs> um, that 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 cheekbone right there. Um, didn't which I mean, like, sure, that's a good like punch, but like, you mean you're not taking him out, you know? Mm -hmm. There's a lot that's of a lead good, up time. That's a good and, stop right there too, Wazzy. His, his yeah. mouth was like, he had, he was. Are you supposed to hold your breath while you punch somebody? Because he holding his breath hard. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> All right, this is like 480p, so it, it's tough to get a good no, frame. No, that's fine. There's it right there. So I just want you to see what my man does after he gets punched, Jake. Yeah, the hat falls off, but he's ready. Like. I mean, he looked like he was standing. I don't know. He might have fallen over there. <laughs> yeah, his, his, knees, his knees was doing the thing. But watch yeah. his hands, though. Where's his hands? Is grab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no volume again. It's all right. We... Yeah, we don't need no volume. Well, I mean, if we're talking, we don't yeah. want to talk No, that's that. fine. That's fine. So, the and also the other thing is, what's the one thing that's going to make you fight more than anything else? Your boy's in the back laughing about some shit. 
Look at oh, him. Yeah. He go for I, his he, hip, yeah. Jake. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he not fighting he, no more. That's <laughs> that's what you yeah. gotta worry about in the battle rap game. You want to fight? They want to do something else now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but he couldn't get it out. So whatever he was reaching for. <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. What do you think of dudes who get punched in the face and then immediately go for the strap? Oh, I mean, come on now. I mean, I mean but though, though, I guess in his defense, like, I'm literally just saying words at you, <laughs> and you want to escalate this, so we can escalate this if you want to escalate this. Um, I, I guess I can see that. Uh, um, you know, a little tip for tat. Um, why am I pinned like Because he was already upset. But then his boys start laughing in the background. Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you. <laughs> you hear people laughing some shit like that? Oh, I know that made him so mad. Also, also he got on sweatpants, I think. <laughs> How the fuck you got the strap in the sweats? <laughs> and then look at this man in the back. It's a dude in the back that's just, the white boy is really watching <laughs> It's a, dude, it's a dude right next to the white boy that's like super fucking interested yeah, like, yep. and happy. Look at that black dude. He's smiling like a motherfucker. He think it's all in it. He looks high as hell. Yeah. <laughs> right it. here. Yep. Yeah. That dude. He's a like, yeah. He, he got the fuck up out of there too after he got punched. Like, oh. Like, where was this? I mean, oh, so for yeah, one, there's bro. the lights, but then it also looks like it's probably just some house party. You remember how you said you used to have to do taekwondo tournaments and basketball gyms, no mats? Yeah. That's how battle raps used to be. It was whoever had a basement, whoever had, you know, whoever barbershop would let them be in that motherfucker. Yeah. Sometimes y'all just did it on the street. You rap, you battled somebody anywhere, bro. So it's no telling where that was. That could have been like a hood, like banquet hall. You know what I'm saying? That could have been a barber shop. That could have been somebody's basement. They tried to be legit because I they, he knocked over some lights, so yeah. you know they got some lights set up, some cameras on 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 everything. So they tried to be legit with it. But when that shit came out, all you would hear is motherfuckers walking down the hallway. As <laughs> soon as you make somebody mad for real, they'd be like, "Oh, you mad because I'm styling on you?" Like this yeah. was a good time in life, dog. <laughs> Couldn't have so, Benny Deer and Chris Stalin on. So I, I, I got. I don't know. Uh, the way I look at it is that you voluntarily entered into a battle rap. You voluntarily entered into an arena where I'm going to say words at you and insult you, and um, not going to be nice about it. So to then react in such an, an emotional fashion and escalate it from words to uh, to fists. Um, I think is, I mean, for one, silly, but I do, I, I don't think it's unreasonable uh, as a rule. Um, you know, there there are lines, and if you cross the line, okay, well, this is what this is now. Um, but I didn't hear that there. Now, I'm I'm sure that there's plenty that I missed and, and, and that I didn't catch and stuff, but what was it that you saw or heard, Mike, that you're like, okay, I understand why why dude might be a little upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, that guy lost. And, period. Point blank. The, he wasn't upset. He was like I said, the bars is trash. He's not upset because of what the dude is saying. He's upset because he's losing this battle. And this is back in the day. So let me tell y'all. Nowadays, battle raps are are uh, very like uh, organized. 
You get two minutes. The next dude get two minutes. That's the first round. We do three rounds. Each dude get two minutes. Maybe the third round, we both get three minutes or something like that. And then that's the end of the battle. Back then, it wasn't no. It was just you rap until you done. I rap until I'm done. And then we don't know who won. There wasn't no judging. It was just what the street said. And yo, you killed his ass. He killed his ass. It's always a debatable unless you really killed somebody and the other person was fucking up. It wasn't no like structure to battle rap. It was just two dudes rapping. Then you threw it on YouTube and then you let the comments decide basically. E-bombs world. Yeah. So this is what happened. This The first dude raps for like 20 minutes or whatever, 10 minutes. The second dude start rapping and he say a couple of lines before this that's like decent and the other dude don't say nothing decent. So he gets some reactions. And then you see the reaction again because he kind of getting close to him and he was getting close to him a little bit before that. And then he smacked his hand away. Then you say something that get niggas giggling in the background and now you really mad. I mean, you get close to him again and it's a dude who don't know how to handle losers. So he throwing the Mm -hmm. hands. And if I can get you to the point where you fighting me over words, like you said, Jake, I won. I won. (laughs) Period. Point blank. dog. I got you out of your element. I made you react to the things that I said. I won this battle. So yeah, it's a, and especially now you throw hands in, in battle rap. Now you probably suspended. They won't, you know, they, you probably, ex, you know, I'm not expelled, but you probably kicked off because they have like different leagues and shit. League's not going to hire you because you starting fights in this shit. That's, that's like, you know, million dollars worth of stuff. dog. <laughs> we, right. we getting booked in big venues. We got a lot of people coming in. You start fights. You never know what's going to happen. You ruining the show for everybody. I can't have you back up here because you ruining the product. It don't fly no more. I'm going to show y'all somebody. I'm going to show y'all next week, though, a man who is known for fighting in battle raps and still get booked, though. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Jake, um, that's a man who is just um, upset because he was losing and threw hands. And in my opinion, as soon as you as soon as you throw hands, you lose. And of my opinion, in battle rap, there is no out of bounds, dog. There's not. But it's the same thing that we say about um, last week, how. Um, like how we was talking about Meek Mill had the uh, Kobe line or uh, some comedians will have lines about stuff. There's right. no out of bounds, but if you say it too soon and it's not good enough, then it's out of bounds. dog. But if you got something right. that's super fire, there's no such thing as out of bounds. To, and that's how battle rap always be in dog. Um, you know, say what you're going to say. Me. Say what you're going to say. If the other dude jump out of character, that's his loss. And that's the point. That's almost the point of it, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. The point almost is to piss the other guy off so bad that <laughs> they react to it, dog. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I, th- I think there, there's something underlying that. That's a really good point. And, um, that's kind of sort of really can do whatever you want to do, but you gotta like, but not just anyone can. Yeah. I can't go ahead and walk around and, and say, and do and dress the way Prince did. Yeah. I'm not Prince. Like yep. you, ha- you have to have like a certain, essentially like social capital, uh, to be able to to act and behave in certain sort of ways. You know, like so you can go ahead and say these jokes. They're off color and a bit too soon. Yep. Uh, you could go ahead and, and say these, um, you know, lyrics and and all that jazz, but you it has to be executed in such a precise manner. Yeah. That that 
it can't be questioned. And let me reiterate too, this is just my opinion. This is actually a pretty big debate and battle rap. Is there a such thing as going too far? There's people who have their, um, you know, opinions on yes, there is. There's people who have their opinions on no, there isn't. I just happen to be a guy who doesn't think there is. I just know my opinion is I don't think there's a thing that's too far. But I also think that you got to be ready for whatever consequence you're going to get whenever you say whatever you're going to say. <laughs> and if mm -hmm. that's if that's a motherfucker punch you in your face, that's what it's going to be, dog. When you <laughs> broke that bar, you got to know in your head, I might get punched in the fucking face for saying this. For example, <laughs> there have been white guys. There's some good white battle rappers, guys, some really good ones. There have been white guys who have not said the N word, but they'll have they'll lead up a bar and then have a black friend come out and say nigga for them in the bar, and it's it's gotten over uh, most of the time. But one day there's going to be a white guy who just drops that shit, and I'm gonna tell you now, it better be fire, because you <laughs> might not make it out that venue alive. <laughs> And I'm not talking B-Rabbit style where they throw you in a dumpster and you get to walk away and go home. Uh, no, you're going to die, bro. <laughs> or, or at least be a paraplegic. They're stomping in spines out there. Dog. <laughs> so one day there is going to be a white boy to drop that bitch and it better be fire. So I'm just of the I'm of the elk of there's no such thing as too far, but be ready for whatever consequence you get. That's that's as simple mm -hmm. as it is for me. Mm <laughs> hmm. And I don't think my man's right there was ready because he was defenseless when that right hook came. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He wasn't ready for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -mm -mm. So tell me something, Jake. When a right hook comes, what do you do? do you, are you, you got your left hand up to block it, and then what do you do on the counter? It? I, mean, I mean, we always saw uh, the, uh, the best block is to not be there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so especially like a, a hook, right? So yeah. it, it, it's it's not a straightforward uh, uh, attack. It, it's coming around the side, just like a round kick. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the force isn't actually coming towards you. Yep. Um, so definitely the best thing, in my opinion, would be pulling the head back, okay. you know, to yeah. not be there. Like um, second best, instead of pulling your head back, would be like to go ahead and going like in the same direction as it to minimize if it does connect to minimize the force it has. Wow. Um, but um, I would never in my head say throw my head into that punch. No, 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 no. no. If it's yeah, coming this not... way, going this way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm yeah. like, damn, you try to you try to catch it sooner so that <laughs> it'll have I mean, as much force. Well, as now, it has. now, so, so there, there, there is the uh, tactic of moving in, because for example, if I take a baseball bat, and if I hit you with the end of it. You're out cold, like you're hurting, right? But if when I swing it, if you get hit with a like a right by the hand, yeah, um, like okay, whatever, <laughs> you know, um, mm -hmm. so uh, the further out from uh, the the force of the power uh, or the source of the power, yeah. there's gonna be much more force and stuff. So yeah, you could definitely move in, um, but but then you got to be ready to like. You know, do something from there. I just want to see that um, in an anime where a dude throw a right hook and the guy just throws his hand into the hook and says, "Oh, you thought I was going to dodge away from it?" Just <laughs> moving for a kiss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such some anime shit. You just knock their head away with their head, and like you said, <laughs> kiss them and then punch them in the gut or something. 
<laughs> but but like I mean, I, so I think the focus should always be on moving away um, out of um, the strike, um, but and instead of just standing there and, and throwing up a, a hand to block, but um, I would definitely be also throwing my hand up as a block as well because yep. you know hedge your bets, right? Facts. Um, before we jump into music, bro, I did. You said you wanted to talk about boxer briefs, and you did some research. So can you break it down for me? Because um, I forgot to tell y'all, the boxers, the boxers went crazy over the briefs, as we uh, thought. Oh, but I was getting, oh. I got a good amount of messages saying, "Bro, boxer briefs," and I was like, "Duh, I know Jake, Jake put us on, but I wanted to know." That's not what I wanted to know. I wanted to know if you had to choose between one or two, which one you choose it. Boxers won. But I do want you to know, Jake, that, and I think we're mostly all on that, but I did have people go out their way to message me and say, bro, boxer briefs, what are you talking about? <laughs> so go ahead and tell me what your research was, bro. Let's break okay. it down. So I have, I have a whole dresser full of boxer briefs. <laughs> okay. And I have, I have a pair of boxers. I broke them out. You got to do my research. And uh, I, I don't own any briefs. So I bought some briefs. <laughs> my boy took it to another level. I like this dedication. Go ahead, bro. Boys are different, man. You said what? It's it's different than I think it's different than what we grew up with, man. Like the they new, got this the nice briefs? support. Yeah. Oh boy, the briefs they got this the nice little built-in support. Yeah, bro. They they got the room for you to just hang out, you know. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, if 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 you're going ahead and saying boxers over briefs, then you ain't on this current gen of briefs. Okay, so we gotta uh, upgrade to, to we gotta upgrade to next year briefs. So hold on, yeah. did they look like the briefs that I put in my picture though? Because the briefs that I had was like longish almost, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 didn't, I, I don't, I don't remember the picture, but uh, I can't, I can't imagine that they weren't. Hold on. I man. mean, what, what, were your booty cheeks out or not, bro? That's, that's all you gotta know. I mean, it depends on how much booty you got. <laughs> I'm talking about your booty, bro. Was your booty out or not? Hey, that's not fair, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I got the white booty, like <laughs> that, that Hanky old booty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could be wearing a G-string, and my booty's still not out. <laughs> So next, what what brand of briefs did you grab, bro? Oh, I can't remember, but like I'm telling you, like they're they're all different now. Like they they they, they know, bro. You the gotta body. know what Study fucking brand you got. Here's the joint. I'm about to send this to you, Wazzy. I want you to put it up on the. <clears throat> what I'm saying is, that it's not even about the brand anymore. You know, I'm not getting Victoria's Secret uh, joints here. You know, <laughs> I'm not, bro. What's wrong with Victoria? I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I just didn't have pink or juicy on my booty. <laughs> why not? Right? Why not, bro? There it is. Like I, I said before, up. I got a I got a, a prime example of a white booty. Okay. There's nothing bro, juicy get there. up right now and go grab and the it, fucking drawers like, and put them on camera. I need to see them. Hurry up. They're in the wash, man. Go get them out the wash. I'm not going to get them out the bro, wash. Bro, you only brought one. One. They come in yeah. packs, bro. They look not like that. always. Okay, the booty not out on them. That's uh, what they look like. Uh, hold on a second here. I gotta. Bro, not even looking yeah, at yeah, yeah. why we talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. crazy. Well, no, no, I was. It's just that. Shut um... the fuck up. No, you wasn't, bro. I just heard. Bro, you. bro, <laughs> bro. 
There you go with that bro shit again. We just talked bro. about this, bro. Bro. <laughs> bro. See, now so, these um, boxers on the left, though, <clears throat> they look aren't like even shorts. the ones that I used to have, bro. Mine was like the tablecloth pattern joints, and it didn't have mm. a button on them, so your dick would fall out every now and again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> It's just I'm not know, a fan the, of that. The the the, the boxers, boxers got their cons, bro. I ain't gonna say they're perfect, bro. But that's why I rock with the boxer briefs, though. Yeah, but even those briefs there, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like you can see the clear nut cup there, man. Yeah, bro, like, I know. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a good cup right there. I'm rocking. I'm not rocking them bitches though. My thighs don't look that good. I'm trying to be sexy when I get when it's sexy time. Work on them, bro. Bro, I'll be trying. I mean, they I mean they getting there, bro, but that's just I don't know. Come on, do some mean. do some I just got skinny, for your wife. I got skinny bottom leg. What's the bottom oh, leg? Calves? Yeah. Yeah. Do some calf raises. Bro, How do you I've been doing basketball? calf raising since eighth grade, bro. I've been trying to dunk like crazy. I can dunk, but I've been trying to be Blake Griffin since the eighth grade, bro. You it's ever my get genetics. those uh, you ever get those things that you strap on your shoes that like, has like the oh little, it's like the, the heel but on the we toe? We had motherfuckers in our school with them, and I'm just like, you're fucking retarded. But they, they might have worked, They though. were dunking on you, weren't they? All right, um, let's jump to music, because Wazzy got to piss, and I got to piss, too. <laughs> yeah, I've been holding it for like a half hour. <laughs> All right, we'll take it. We'll, uh, come on. All right, um, we was going to jump into music, but we do want to kind of get an update on the GameStop. Uh, stuff that happened today because that was a good conversation we had last week. So, what's the verdict, man? We make some money. What's going on? Is Jack Jack well, got his full college paid for today? What's up? I don't know. It depends on when you bought, but <laughs> I'm talking about from uh, Uncle Jake. Fuck, what you mean, uh, Uncle Jake and Uncle Wazzy, bro? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, let's see here. I think it closed yesterday. It closed at. I want to say about 200, like 190 something. Um, oh. And then with after hour trading um, and all that jazz, it opened at like 263 today. Oh. It broke 300. Oh. And then in a matter of like 10 minutes, yeah. it dropped to less than 200. <laughs> oh, um, so the fuck out of this shit. Tr- uh, trigger a halt. What's Just, that? It, and and, and that, that drop was so big, it, tr- it triggered a market halt. Yeah. Oh, they have yeah. vaults on there to make it so it don't drop too much. Pretty mm-hmm. smart. It's like five minutes, but oh, okay. Yeah. Did you? So what I was you sitting do, there, Jake? I was hit refresh. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> Are you trying to sell your shit? No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no. No, because I actually, so I had a uh, um a sell order in place for if to sell a share if it hit three hundred. But I canceled that two days ago um, oh. after seeing uh, the. No, no, I'm not upset about okay. it. Like no, after seeing today, what, what was nothing? Okay. For the yeah. So yeah, explain it. Why I, is that? I, I was well. I was seeing like the trajectory that everything was on, and I'm like, if it's moving this quickly, right now, then the 300 if, if we're getting th- this close to 300 right now then uh um it's gonna go way higher than that i imagine so i canceled that and uh now i just nervously uh sit with my my finger hovering <laughs> cell like that's funny this, yeah, so- that type of shit is just so interesting and so fun when you actually have a stake in what's going on right like 
do you feel like a certain like rush or excitement uh, when it comes to this right now that you never i don't want, i don't want to put it that way but how are you right feeling now, is it kind of exciting i mean i mean it's interesting to me um mm -hmm. but i only own three shares and Boy. while i would yeah um i i, I definitely I, I really wish that i would have loaded up when it was uh like, <laughs> but fixed. it's all right bro what, what, three what, shares what if three shares would have went for 300 Remember we was talking about like <laughs> how you couldn't choose between your honeymoon and paying for going back to a dojo with the monthly payments like <laughs> you would have been able to do both, man. <laughs> well, yeah, so um but no, I I wouldn't have been because uh <laughs> just roll with it, bro. God. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, cuz like so for for one the the money I I I spent um was all expendable so i don't need in, in my opinion i don't need to to get this money back um it's i'm fine with just owning these three shares and i went in not to get rich or anything like that but on principle mm -hmm. um and so for for with that i don't for one i don't want to sell all three so with having only three i only feel like i can sell one <laughs> So with that being the case, it's gonna have to go. Fuck you. Go ahead. Look, I like the stock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm, you know, GameStop's uh, been a part of my childhood and stuff, and uh, um, it's it, it does feel neat to go ahead and say like I own some symbol of a, a share of this company. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that they could be doing a lot of interesting things. Uh, there was some news earlier this week, I want to say, of them making more changes, bringing more Chewy people on board. Um, Fuck Chewy. I mean, they were able to turn thing, a, a ship around. So, Chewy, I mean, what, a $20 billion value yeah. right now or something? And Chewy they, is PetSmart, right? It's well, it's not Pet, it's, it's a competitor, but yeah. Chewy isn't the. I'm pretty sure Chewy is the app that PetSmart I mean, uses to send shit to people. I'm not sure the relationship at all, but but still, <laughs> if if they got a relationship with PetSmart, I mean, like that's they're playing with a big player, right? So no, Chewy is their own website. Mm. Yeah, Chewy.com, right? Yeah, I thought Chewbacca. PetSmart used Chewy as their thing. No, I mean PetSmart may ship through Chewy. It'd be smart for them to do that. That's what right? I was saying. I think I'm pretty sure it was. The only reason I say that is because we went to PetSmart to try to board T'Challa one time, and they said no pit bulls. And I was like, but my dog is mm. literally super nice with all other dogs. He's a, <laughs> He's got his certifications. Like, why not? We don't do that breed. All right. Fuck y'all. I'll never do Sounds racist, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it's fucking racist as hell, and I'll never... Like, my black pit bull can't hang out with these bum-ass dogs. All right, cool. <laughs> and it, and this is when T'Challa was, like, fucking five pounds. Like, come on, dog. Look how small this dog is. All right, I'll never do business Bro, he's gonna be a Bro, he's gonna be a bad influence on these, <laughs> these blonde border collies. <laughs> blonde hair, blue-eyed border collies. Yeah, that shit pissed me off forever, dog. So I'm never, ever fucking with Pet Smart again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, so I I I, I like the company. Um, got good memories and stuff like that. I I like, I like the idea of investing. Um, and stuff. So, 
I'll, I'll, I'll use one share to make money off of, um, but I'm not interested in selling all three. Um, but Wazi, uh, I'm sure, could go ahead and expand upon how this is nothing that we saw today. Um, yeah, so today, because I, I do the same, I don't really follow GME uh, outside of when my brother sends me something. But Yeah, I heard uh, AMC did pretty well too, though. Yeah, uh, AMC was up at one point at... Like 20, 12 or, 13, or 11 or 12, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1289, I believe, was the high. Uh, yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, 1218 was the high. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the weekend, or uh, starting last night and part of today, a bunch of shorts were covered. So that was part of you know the, the whole short squeeze thing. On the AMC side, it was maybe a million, maybe a two like two million shares potentially uh, covered, and GME is probably a very similar thing. So this was one in ter- or in in terms of, of GameStop. This was what one seventieth of the short shares covered, and or one probably sixtieth. And for AMC, it was like one one out of. It was 1 million shares out of like 300 and, uh, 420 million uh, outstanding shares right now. So this little jump was peanuts compared to when the actual squeeze will happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, shit. I thought the squeeze was this week. No. 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 I, see, that's the thing, too. Like, I had... Uh... I was thinking that it was this Friday <laughs> and stuff. And I was texting my brother and then, and he's like, yeah, man, can't wait for next week. And I was like, <laughs> Oh wait. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, so, I'm happy for you boys, dog. Y'all got in early and, and getting y'all a little money, hopefully. And Jake, but yeah. so now, uh, cause we talked about this before, but I kind of forgot it. So, and I hate being that guy, <laughs> but explain what happens. Like, because GameStop wasn't in the greatest of positions, dog, before this whole thing happened. So explain what happens to Jake's uh, stock if, you know, shit goes back to normal. GameStop starts losing and goes into bankruptcy bankruptcy or something. And well, if, no if, longer a thing. If they go into bankruptcy, Jake's out all of that money. So but he doesn't owe no money, right? He just, those stocks just don't cost nothing or does Jake owe money? No, he paid for those three stocks he has. Okay. Yeah, I just so threw were, them. Yeah, and so if they were like fifty bucks at the time, that's one hundred and fifty bucks down the, the the drain. Okay, so, so like, the stocks that you bought just don't be worth nothing no more. The likelihood that a company goes bankrupt be, be before you have time to look at a phone is unlikely. Yeah, but I guess I just I, I only asked that question because my next question is why. So what do it be about people? Um, they'll be like, oh, the company went bankrupt and then they killed themselves. Um, you know. I think that's that's much more like a um uh like boardroom members. <laughs> you said what boardroom members? Yeah. That okay. I don't. I guess. Uh, so why I'm, would that be though? <laughs> I mean, it, it could be that, or it could be people who didn't set up like a limited, so their own personal finance was directly tied to the business. Okay. Uh, so, like, if Microsoft basically lost all money when bill gates was was the owner at the time even if if they owed a billion dollars that doesn't come out of his pocket that that's all company money so the company may not be be, be able to pay a billion dollars but that isn't going to then come out of bill gates mm-hmm. whereas with stocks it just it 
goes away. Yeah, you got to have those firewalls in place, man. You got to separate that personal and business. Yeah, I just be seeing, you know, that's like a thing in movies. Like, oh, the company went under and now he's poor and shit. And it's like, why are you poor? Weren't you getting a check? Don't you got money saved up? I'm confused. And if the stocks that you had in there just turned to zero, basically, that doesn't mean you lost money. Shouldn't you have money? <laughs> I don't, so I just didn't understand well, it. You know, I mean, it's good at allocating their money so you may make three figures but if your bills are still basically showing you at breaking three figures like three hundred dollars or sorry six figures (laughs) (laughs) Uh, motherfucker making a whole three figures boy if you're making three figures and those ritz crackers (laughs) make it break even uh but i mean there there's the bills of everything you have to pay i mean if I lose my job, my mortgage doesn't go away. No, I understand that, but it just seemed like, you know, people, I don't know, in movies, it'd be like, oh, I'm done. But well, I'll mean, be like, well, you did work for this Fortune 500 company. You should have enough money saved up to get you to where you can get find another job and work somewhere. So I always just assumed that they were saying, since the company went under, they lost all their money, and that's why they was. I, I mean, off. the. The, like, the, um, the what's that movie with, um, sorry to cut you off, but I just want to give an example the movie with, um, uh, da, 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 da. I always get these motherfuckers confused. Ace Ventura. What's his name? Uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Jim Carrey and the old girl. It's like, uh, me, yep, myself man. and I. No, no, no. <laughs> he loses yep, job man. at the bank and then they start like robbing people for money. Oh, uh, Dick and Jane. Yeah. Dick and Jane. Like that shit. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the story of, hey, I lost my, my job at the company and now I have to go get unemployment for a while and interview for a job does not tell a great, compelling story. Yeah, I just always figured they must have just lost all their money. Somehow, but it, it makes it, sense to where you, what you're saying. You can do that. If you don't yeah. protect your, 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 yourself in the, the company, that can happen. Oh, okay. For sure. And it, so don't, don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and I, mean, I, and I mean, and also if you are YOLOing literally all that you have in those stocks. Into, yeah, like, and and then, you know, things change like, you know, sure, that um, $100,000 that you invested can definitely end up coming out the other side as $1,000. Yeah. Theoretically, you know, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping. <laughs> yep. You, you know, but. um. Like Wazi said, you usually have enough time to pull out before then. I just um, wanted I wanted that to be clear for the listeners. Y'all got, yeah. Don't 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 Remember, don't go all you, in on this shit because it's volatile, you, dog. You will have have time to to pull out. Yeah. <laughs> Famous last pull words out. to baby daddies across the land. <laughs> pull out game strong <laughs> until it's not. Cheers to that. <laughs> I pull out gamers. Yeah, we saw him earlier. <laughs> I didn't have a baby till 28, bro. And you think that's when I started fucking? Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no kind. We know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like no consensus, no condom pod, nigga. So, <laughs> um, all right, let's jump into music. 
Tool. Yeah. yeah. Tool coming back around again. Uh, I just played um, a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you were playing it uh when I first jumped on here, which uh I appreciate. You were playing I think the grudge if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then I um, went to the lateralis, the uh, actual track cuz I I want to get into that one a little a little deeper. But um yeah. all right, Jake, um break it down for us, buddy. What the fuck made you bring us back around to some good old fashioned tool? Yep, so we heard their first studio album uh Undertow and then this is their third uh came out in uh, may 15th uh, 2001 and uh i was really thinking about um doing Inema, um their second album but uh this one uh you know wazi uh, uh was going down memory lane a little bit and stuff and uh um, frog stop yeah um if uh this one has a lot of uh, uh memories tied to it um probably around when i was a uh, 18 19 uh no probably like 17 18 um and uh i don't know it was just uh um i think this was actually my first exposure to tool yeah <clears throat> um just absolutely love it their uh, musicianship is uh impeccable um let's see here um i mean i i don't, I don't know what to say <laughs> here but what, uh what's, oh, jake this is what you say so you said it brought you back down to memory lane right so you was about 18 18 is like a super important year for all of us dog like you're you're, you're transitioning from like out of your parents house most of the time or just from out of high school to a new chapter of your life um your taste is changing a lot of shit about you is changing just chemically and physically and mentally so what about this album that dropped at that time really stood well, out to you the most that made you fuck with it so tough well like uh um really um all of the uh um content relating to uh like relationships and stuff you know you got that with the grudge um you got that with uh the patient um schism um a, i mean pretty much all of this stuff is uh um talking about that uh sort of deal um i I really i I really like kind of the the play on words with the patient like about being patient and being a patient um i always uh always enjoyed that a bit but um um what was it i was looking for here schism uh one of the things uh that like i always go back to is their their line uh maynard's line here cold silence has a tendency to atrophy any sense of compassion between supposed lovers, between supposed brothers. Um, like, there's just a whole lot of truth there mm-hmm. um, that I'm always reminded of. Like, when I uh, even think about my own siblings, uh, when I think of friends and all that jazz, and, um, like, the further you grow away from each other and, like, there's less communication between one another, like, um, that sense of relationship really atrophies. And, hell, even... Uh, like something that a, a little slight that you may not have paid any attention to before since you don't really talk to the person anymore like it's magnified because there's not that warmth um between the two of you guys you know mm-hmm. um uh disposition and reflection i mean i love 
those songs in uh, uh, Danny's uh, tabla work. Um, uh, that's a, an Indian drum. Um, that's got some like those doom, uh, like water drop sounds. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's him on the drums. And uh, <laughs> um, but that uh, let's see here reflection. Uh, his relationship with the moon here and uh, they always really tripped me out. Um, just going ahead and thinking of, uh, you know, this light is not my own and a million light reflections pass over me. Like as full and bright as I am, the light's not my own. And uh, I think that's like a good way um, to kind of like, I kind of like see myself and really see all of us, you know, like sure there's, there's plenty that I do, but how much of that really is me reflecting off of, you know, like the uh, experiences and the lessons I've learned through like my ancestors and family and friends and all that jazz, how much of it actually is uniquely my own and not just me being that surface that's reflecting off of. Um, and then uh, this is things that you was thinking at the time we first heard it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like really, really trying to like, like. I mean, it really got me into thinking, like, who, what even is a person, you know? Yeah. Um, Lateralis. I know you're wanting to get into the song itself. Um, uh, that was interesting because, like, I was definitely into like, uh, um, um, researching like a lot of like mystical orders and like occult groups and stuff like that. And math is something that constantly comes up and um i think probably like dan brown yeah i think dan brown released uh that god awful i mean all of his books are god awful but um <laughs> a piece of trash um um what's it called uh send us the jake hayden authors to uh, yeah i mean i mean when you're just like a when you're just garbage like i mean it's just like <laughs> that shit transcends the art yeah, um, <laughs> no yeah. <matter> what. <laughs> i mean okay you, you, you made a sentence cool <laughs> Uh, uh what the hell was that book um, <laughs> i got a dan Lucky brown number 11 oh no i love that movie now. 13 love um, bro it's da Vinci like code. Oh, da Vinci okay. code. first of all it's like nobody's ever seen lucky number 11 so for you to say you love that movie just took us that closer to being besties jake i'll let you continue <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Da Vinci uh, Code is what you hate, though. That's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. So, everybody um, loved Da Vinci Code. Every basic bitch, I mean. Okay, exactly. They <laughs> drink Starbucks, so uh, <laughs> we know where they stand. Um, but you know, you you get a lot of um, different ideas are just smacked together in that book. And one of the things that they ex- that he explores uh, um, is uh, the Fibonacci sequence, and like that's actually what you have with um that opening um with lateralis you know the way he's because the fibonacci sequence is um um whatever this number is plus the preceding number equals the next number so um you have one one two three five eight so on and so forth right um and the way he says so the opening lines are black then white are all i see in my infancy, red and yellow then came to be, reaching out to me, lets me see. But like that uh, black then white, uh, those first three lines, uh, if you actually count the syllables and how he says them, you actually have that Fibonacci sequence. Black then white are all I see. Um, so that was a really interesting thing. Um, 
just to be that young and exploring some of these things and to see it applied in, in music. Um, and one thing, that song that's always impressed upon me, see, when it comes to songs, it's like a single lyric will go ahead and be like everything, you know. Um, I can't go ahead and really grasp the fullness of everything, but uh, when uh, he goes into, um, uh, let's see here. Uh, I embrace my desire to uh, feel the rhythm, to feel connected enough to step aside and weep like a widow. Um, like that, specifically like that enough to step aside and, and weep like a widow. One thing with tools music, that's always been a, um, a major impression upon me has been uh, the importance of being vulnerable um, and being secure in that vulnerability so like with with this song whenever i hear it like it just reminds me like yeah like i gotta be ready to to like this might hurt a lot and i'm opening myself up a whole lot you know um but that's what it's about mm -hmm. you know um it's about loving someone so much that like you can't help but weep when you lose them yeah. you know um there it's really it's not strength to to go ahead and never cry um to never feel anything you know like that's not where the strength actually lies um and stuff so that's always been uh something that i've gone back to a lot so that song in particular made a, a major impression upon me but yeah i mean i enjoy it all if anything ticks and leeches is my least favorite song which mm -hmm. i think is the most aggressive song on the album <laughs> Yeah. And for that reason, I'm like, mm, I could take it or leave it. I, I, I don't dislike it, but um, but yeah, it's this is like a it's a, a bit heavy, but it's like heavy meditation music um, for me. Gets me very introspective. Yeah. Wazzy. Um, yeah, I I liked it. I had a I had a really hard time paying attention to the music if that made sense like the first listen through i just kind of had it on in the background it was great and i loved the um that heaviness of the like like, like a drop bass where it, it sounds like the string is a little loose type of thing mm -hmm. um but i just i cannot focus on his voice yeah like, i've heard schism tons of times and and i like that and in my opinion the album got better as it went on i think ticks may have actually been my favorite song on the album. Um, you could be wrong, Wowsy. <laughs> well, I'm not wrong ever. So, um, but like, big facts. for me, it's great background music. But I, I can't focus on his voice for some reason. Just like I, I just hear the, the the music and his voice just fades as a new instrument. Well, yeah, and that's by design. Like. Um... They purposefully like really layer him in the back, um, and and that's part of like his approach to music. Um, he, which which makes him a, a Maynard an interesting frontman to me. Mm -hmm. um, that he doesn't put himself in the front; he actually pulls it to the back. Um, and with their albums, like you don't get liner notes with the lyrics, so you're having difficulty actually understanding the words that he's saying and then you don't have a book to look to and then when they perform live he doesn't even necessarily do the, sing all the same lyrics he'll go ahead and allow himself to like fit within that rhythm but he, he may go ahead and uh um 
sing something else that uh, slightly different to give like a different spin. Um, so, I mean, I, I think, uh, what you're experiencing is, uh, like it's purposeful. Um, but like a lot of people feel that same way, which mm -hmm. is interesting. I, it, it, it's just kind of against, well, it's not against, cause I always hear the vote, the voices as an instrument anyways, but usually it's a very front forward, you know, it's a front facing mm -hmm. instrument. So when it's basically like an instrumental sort of, you know, it's just, it's a different vibe and, and I, I enjoyed listening to it. Um, the, 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 the heavier drop bass sounds I've always loved. Um, I mean, I don't have anything insightful to say other than I wouldn't really skip many of the songs outside of maybe some of those like intro songs. Oh, that, that was cool. Like uh parable going into parabola mm -hmm. and, uh, what was it? The grudge or the grudge was it? Leading is it to... going into apocalypse or is it apocalypse going into patient? Because oh, uh, I remember no, uh... listening and it just kind of happened, and I'm like, oh, we're on track three. Yeah, it's apocalypse to the patient because apocalypse. On yeah. That but yeah, that that whole idea of a song moving into another song and it kind of being its own idea was really cool to like realize when I saw that. Yeah. Um. Okay. I might. Okay, duly noted. I might have something for you. Mm -hmm. That's funny. But yeah, I, I mean, good, good album. I I enjoy listening to Tool. I just I can't focus on him when he's singing. <laughs> is is that what you enjoyed about Ticks and Leeches? Is that the uh, vocals are much more forward? Yeah, like like I, w when it's pulled back that far, I don't get the emotion from the voice. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a very quiet <clears throat> violin in the back. You you may not hear you know all of the good things about the violin. It's just kind of in there in the back supporting everything. Mm -hmm. This is and, so fucking funny. I love this. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, this is why it's funny, Wazi, because I was thinking the same shit, right? But I wasn't expecting you to say it because a lot of the things that we've been saying. Um, it seemed like the lyrics, you know, <laughs> play second to you anyway. So for you to say, like, I didn't really peep the lyrics. I didn't get the feeling from them. Um, but, the, and, but it's, but I, now I see what the difference is. You don't, you don't necessarily, and correct me if I'm wrong. You don't necessarily, um, want the lyrics. It's more of the voice. You don't hear the voice in there and the feeling of what the dude singing in the songs. And that's something that you, uh, tend to attach to in music. Yeah, yeah. So I really like the inflection, you know, the voice or the 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 vocal inflections and that kind of stuff. And what uh, I think it's at the beginning of the Grudge. There's, I think, like fifteen or twenty seconds of him sing uh, of him singing, and I just I get, I get that very false sense of emotion out of him. It was at, it was I think it was at the very beginning of the Grudge. It was either the the, the Grudge or Patient, but it was a very it was a higher voice, mm -hmm. more in a singy range, but it, it it gave me the vibes of doing something for art rather than doing something that you feel. Right. And that just th throws me off of music. Well, <laughs> not off of music, but like I noticed that and I did not like the beginning of one of those two songs. Right. And because, be, 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 because the voice happened with no energy behind it, I guess. But yeah. For sure.
Yeah, when I turned it on, um, so there's a few things I want to talk about. That's that is that's one of the first things I caught on to. I'm like, man, I can't. But we said this the last time we was listening to Tool. <laughs> like, yeah, my man's voice just kind of be be back there, be back there. But I also really like his voice, though. <laughs> it's like, um. It's a good voice, and he does these weird things when he's singing. Where <laughs> he'll be singing, and then he almost sounds like he whining sometimes. <laughs> and I'll be like, "That shit is is kind of sweet to be able to sing and have that type of emotion behind the shit that you're singing, and your shit be in the background." So the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like, I came to this like realization, like I can't really get understand the shit he's saying in these lyrics and maybe if i was to only listen to this type of shit when i was growing up i wouldn't be able to listen to lyrics the way i do with rap and maybe that's something that um kind of affected y'all ears when it came to rap songs and hip-hop being able to catch on to lyrics dog because a lot of these albums, I'm starting to realize, like, yeah, I gotta, I'm not catching them as quick as I catch uh, shit mm-hmm. in hip hop, bro. I'm, I'm just not. Oh yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, this has to attribute to one, it's just how the songs are, but two, if we get technical with it, it's the mix as well. Like they're mm-hmm. mixing and mastering these songs differently than you mix and master rap songs. And which is going, which is leaving not only it a little harder to hear the lyrics, but making them just a little less important than they are in rap songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you also is you also know that when when you're listening to a band, you want it, you guys and I do too, but people who grew up on this type of music y'all want to hear what the drummer doing you want to hear what the guitarist is doing the bassist the keyboard the uh, pianist whatever it is a keyboarder player what they doing right because mm-hmm. you know that those are all different separate people playing those instruments for me i know it's just a producer and a rapper now is the beat cool all right the producer killed that beat now let me hear these lyrics so it's not as important to listen to each and every instrument as it will be like certain instruments always stick out. Right. But it's not like, damn, who, who, who played the drums on this? He is crazy. That's one of the best drummers in rock. You don't got that. You just say who made the fucking beat, who, who rapping over the lyrics. Right. So I came to this realization while listening to tool that if I was to only listen to shit like tool, I might not give a fuck about lyrics neither, <laughs> like, yeah. and which, which is something that I was like, I get it now. Secondly, what I realized is the same thing that you just said, Jake Maynard don't want to be in the front. How do I know Maynard don't want to be in the front? I go to their Wikipedia page and the first motherfucking name down there is the drummer. It's a tool and, and then right after it says tool and it says members of tool are drummer Danny and I'm like Danny the drummer like <laughs> when the fuck do you not say the lead vocalist name first in a band when you introduce it dog? and that shit just stuck out like a sore thumb so now when you break down it Jake and you say he does that purposely he don't want to be in the front I'm like he must take this serious across the fucking board because you're not even first name on your Wikipedia page and that's crazy to me dog. so I get I get the sentiment and I really rock with it and so now let's get to the sonically part i fuck with this album bro and i and i like really fuck with this album 
and you called it out, Wazi. That fucking um, parable into the parabola joint. Oh, n- motherfucker. I was in this bitch like, oh. <laughs> like, I was hyped, dog. And even before that, so they got these little... <laughs> These are skits, bro. These like interludes that they throw in here. That's yeah. like calm as hell. Them is skits, bro. And they trying to get some type of emotion out of you before they get into the song, which is dope because I think past of what it is in the album, you use skits like that really well in your live performance. You could kill a fucking show, bro. You just had your dudes in the back playing something in the back that's real calm. Like that um that apocalypse joint was, and there was another one that was like super calm. I can't remember which one it was because I can't see the fucking track list right now. But there's a couple of ones in there that's just a vibe. And you and you let the band play that, and then while the band's kind of playing it, the singer, you know, drink some water, wipe his face off with a towel, everybody get their shit together, and then you jump into that next hard joint. You I know they I know they concerts go crazy, right? So I'm like, I know what these is for. That's the break joints. Everybody get y'all shit together. We about to kill the show. So I really, I, I, I'm, I, you know, that's not the thing I'm about to go back and listen to, but I, I appreciate what they was for what they was. And if I'm playing the song, the album straight through, which I is how I usually listen to music. I'm not skipping none of them. It's, it's a good break between the shit. Um, and then we get into the fact that, um, uh, hold on. I just wrote it down. <clears throat> Oh shit. Um, we get to lateralis and I want to know y'all thoughts on this. Um, I've, I don't know where I even got this idea from y'all, but it's always been an idea that I had that if you have a song that's, um, like the title track. So it's named after the album, that song should try to be the best song on the album. And it should explain why you called the album, what you called it. And I don't know where I got that from. Maybe that's just something I came up with in my head, but I don't know. Do y'all feel that way? Do y'all feel like title tracks have to be the best songs or do they have to at least explain what the album, why you named the album, what you named it? I mean, I would say a title track should either give a good impression of the vibe of the album. So it doesn't have to be like the best track, but it has to like set the example of what the album's going to be like, or it's just, you it, it matches for radio so you're like oh i heard lateralis on the radio so now i'm gonna go try to find that in the the store and you're like all right the song i liked was lateralis this album is lateralis it must be the same i don't have to search every band that kind of sounds like tool or you know <laughs> word wise sounds like tool so right. like tool and shmool and so it just makes it easier to find the album sometimes like that's out lateralis this album's called lateralis this got to be the one i'm looking for mm-hmm. what you yeah, think yeah mainly the go ahead the, Wazzy, the vibe of the album yeah i feel that what you think jake you, you yeah muted, I, mean, uh, I guess okay, i've never really thought about it um <laughs> but um i i, I I guess I've never really thought about it too much before, but uh Damn, your um, shit lagging like a motherfucker. Is he lagging on your screen right now? Perfectly Wazzy? reasonable to <laughs> You are full on Godzilla yeah. Dark. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh yeah, I have no doubt you guys are Godzilla's coming. <laughs> you have dishonored my family. <laughs> bro. It's like that on both ends. <laughs> but yeah, my there's something wild going on with my connection here. But um no, I think it makes sense. 
Uh, maybe if I get a couple feet closer to the the the, the um, we'll see. Uh, okay, it's a little better now. But awkward view now. You're just like staring down. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, uh, what was it here? No, I think I think it makes perfect sense that um, a title track would essentially be the thesis of the album. Um, to to kind of like sum it up um so that when people hear that one track they have an idea of what to expect for the rest of the album and i think it works from a um a a marketing perspective um and then not to mention if like you're but also just from an art um, position i think if you're just making an album um and you have all these tracks and stuff and then you're sitting there and, and you're like this this one kind of like really tells everybody like what we're getting across here. Yep. Okay. Well, and you also want the content of that song to match the title. So like, oh, that's what I was don't saying. call it lateratus when it's schism lyrics type of thing, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, well, that's what I was, that's what I was getting at. So I listened to the song and then I was like, all right, I didn't really catch. I like the song. It passed my vibe check as Wazi says, but I didn't catch the lyrics. So I actually had to go back and kind of look at the lyrics and, and just kind of read what my man was talking about after the second listen, because I caught some of it, but then I really wanted to see what was going on in there, which was super, which is hilarious that that's the one you tried that you chose to do a lyric breakdown on Jake. You <laughs> and so when I went online, um, genius.com is the first one that popped up. And I was like, all right, genius, y'all usually, it's usually like um, user based. So dudes, people, other people go on there and try to break down lyrics. So they did break down like the um, black then white or all I see in my infancy, right? So when I first heard that line, I was like, all right, I mean, so you're being born, right? That's the first thing I thought. All right, as you know, as you're coming out your mama's womb, you're seeing black, you're seeing white, you're, you're coming alive, you're getting life, right? Then you, so I'm like, all right, that's, you know, that's pretty straightforward. Then you go on there and you see somebody talk about the Fibonacci theory or sequence that you was talking about. And I was like, damn, I didn't even think of no shit like that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so there, so he also says, this is a a reference to the first two steps in the alchemy. Damn. Alchemical Magnus uh, Opus, right? So I'm like, okay, now we're getting into alchemy and shit. This motherfucker's mm-hmm. in the first four, uh, the first two bars going super deep, and I wasn't even on it, bro. <laughs> um, so they just they they start talking about how the alchemic, uh, the alchemical. Damn, how come I can't pronounce that Al- word? Alchemical. 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 God damn, I watched enough Full Metal Alchemist that said that shit. What the fuck? All right, the alchemical. <laughs> the alchemical tradition. Uh, black is the first stage, white is the second stage, and then yellow and red. So I'm like, damn, that's crazy. That's dope. Um, and then yeah, you that's know, actually not true. But okay, so this is what, bro. So well, this so, is so so. Go well, ahead. Go oh, ahead. Wait, let me say this real quick. Uh, that's not universally true. There's okay. a lot of uh, various uh, alchemical traditions. Um, it's you get you got black, uh, white, and red. Um, those okay. are pretty universal. Yeah. Uh, the order varies, and there's like one or two where like yellow is involved as well, but like that's very rather uncommon. But. Yep. And so they go to the next part about infancy, and they're saying it suggests that 
it's not just being born as like a baby. It could also you being born into a new light, like you having like some sort of epiphany and, and changing as a person and being born again as a different with a different insight on things in life. Right. So I'm like, oh, your consciousness is being reborn. I'm like, OK, that's pretty dope. Right. That's like that's really dope, actually. And so I'm scrolling down. And I'm used to reading like Lupe bars on here. So when you read Lupe bars, every single one is grayed out because every single one is a metaphor and you got to <laughs> click each one to see what each one means. And they're going through it. And, and I love I love going on his genius account because there's so many people just like arguing about what this mean and that mean. Right. But this is the kicker, bro. In the course, the second course, he say overthinking, overanalyzing, separate the body from the mind, withering my intuition, leaving opportunities behind. And when you click it, a motherfucker say, this is also, this is likely to be something that Tool put in here because they know that their fans always overanalyze the fucking lyrics in they song, get too deep, and it wasn't even that deep. And I just laughed so hard, like, hold on, please do not have me have Randy this whole first verse. And all this motherfucker really was trying to say was, I, 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 uh, like, just making, just writing lyrics, bro. I was born and I'm the shit. Like, please don't have me on that, bro. And I just, I literally laughed out loud because I'm like, damn, that, if this is true, they caught me in it too. And I've just got on tool, bro. That's crazy as hell. <laughs> because even the dude, um, the dude above him starts saying this whole soliloquy about overthinking and overanalyzing can lead you to be hopelessly cautious. And when considering the motions and actions you execute is an esoteric practice. Like he's saying all this shit. And then the dude below him is like, yeah, tool also knows that they, their fan base goes too deep and shit. And this could be a line making fun of them thinking every line is a fucking bar when it's not. And I just laugh like, all right, well, I'm gonna turn this off and just take it for what it is. Yeah, let's time out real quick. Okay. Time so out, bro. So that's that's dead on. Uh, <laughs> they do have that sort of self-awareness of their fan base. And like, you know, um, and like they, they understand how um, how much like their message could get misconstrued and stuff like that. And that is why. Um, what was a uh, homeboy's name? Brett. Brent. Oh, yeah. Brent. Um, uh, yep. Yeah. He uh, yeah. He uh, I was talking to him. And uh, he found out that I was a fan of Tool. And he's like, dude, you're going to the Tool concert, right? I'm like, no. And he's like, why not? I was like, uh, I didn't get tickets and stuff. And, and Brent and also like, thought that Logic was the best rapper alive. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he, he's like, dude, I got uh, I got an extra ticket if you want. Um, Logic is a like, good rapper. Let me say that. Uh, he's not, right. he not a terrible rapper. He, you're not the best rapper alive. <laughs> Continue. But so uh, Lawn tickets were like, a buck buck 20 and i'm like yeah no i'm good you said it's lawn a, tickets at dte yeah lawn yeah huh oh yeah <laughs> no it was the first time you have to also remember like they had not gone ahead and done uh, a show they had no, not been I'm on tour for a decade yeah, but no I, some bands deserve to have 120 lawn tickets and looking at their discography and how much shit they sold tool look like they wanted them bands I ain't yeah, got but, 120 for you to sit in DTE see, long, bro. <laughs> but see, my my perspective as a Tool fan is that it's one of those sort of things where, like, they're like, watch, these dummies are going to pay buck 20 for a damn lawn seat, <laughs> you know? So that's why I'm like, no, knowing your ethos well enough, 
uh, in my opinion, like to go ahead and buy a 120 lawn seat would be counter to that. So oh, <laughs> it's man. the normies who are buying those. Imagine paying 120 for tool tickets and then the only song you only know, like lateralis, like that's the only <laughs> song you know when you out there. <laughs> like you really are a normie. Like you're just waiting for the, the radio hits to play. And then if it was <laughs> even colder than that, they would just make you pay. Well, yeah, they would play none of their hits. They play all B sides on your ass for They do just the instrumentals. <laughs> it's the mantra followed by Eon Blue uh, Apocalypse. And then get off the stage and leave. Oh, that should have been fucking hilarious. Summer up there actually like singing all, all the lyrics, and Maynard just like eating a sandwich. <laughs> and then let me let me um fix myself. Maynard isn't even the second name listed on here. <laughs> Drummer Danny Carey, guitarist Adam Jones, and then vocalist Maynard James Keenan. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so um after that, it just made me love these guys even more because I know I'm I'm a fan of Lupe, and I know for a fact we take Lupe lyrics to well, more deeper than he he thought we was going to take them in some cases so i just love the fact that not only like look at these lyrics though if you look at them on genius bro they're oh shit sorry there was a damn ad that just scared the shit out of me um <clears throat> you look at the lyrics on this song it's only like um there's not many lyrics on here there's bridges there's courses that's repeating and each line is only like four words in each line. And they damn near speaking haikus in a lot of these verses. <laughs> but to be able to still get that deep, but also maybe not be getting that deep in songs is just fire to me. So um, I love that lyrically you can get there, but also you uh, you don't give a fuck about getting there because you don't care if they hear your lyrics or not. <laughs> so just listen to my bandmates kill this. So then I take it to the next level and I'm thinking, I'll just think to myself, I would love to see these guys live. I'm not paying 120 to see y'all motherfuckers in the lawn or DTE, but if y'all ever take it back one time and got some tickets in the shelter or something, with me and Jake in that, me, Jake, and YZ in that bitch, that'll never, ever happen. <laughs> y'all not coming to St. Andrews, but if y'all did, bro, like a sneak joint, I would definitely come check y'all out because a lot of these songs, um, they got a, they got vibes on this album. They got bangers on this album, um, and I enjoyed it. And I think I'm gonna do a little lyric breakdown for you know the other songs on here too, um, so just to catch anything else that I might have missed. Um, but the, like I said, the only reason I looked at Lateral is because in my head I'm like this gotta explain the album probably. So then I went on there and it kind you know kind of did kind of broke mm -hmm. down what it was going on, but. Um, I fuck with I fuck with Tool now heavy, but after these two albums, like I'm a fan, a fan fan. I like y'all. I'm gonna remember y'all names <laughs> when people bring y'all up. And uh, this oh, who, this, who, you talk about Danny? Yeah, my boy Danny, <laughs> bro, my boy Danny, <laughs> and my boy Maynard. That's a, just a wild name to have, Maynard. I thought that was a last name. Hey, first of all, ain't no way your first name is Maynard. Your mama. Yeah, and it, he's from Grand Rapids, man. I'll, I'm super fanning out now. I won't know him <laughs> if I seen him at the uh, Starbucks though. But <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, he actually has kind of a, a interesting story. He joined the army after high school, <laughs> um, and, and uh, he had the opportunity to go to West Point. 
Oh. But he had joined the army so that he could get that GI Bill and uh, uh, go to art school. Fire. So he Use had the opportunity. They're, they're like, all right, so where you want you, you want to go to West Point? We could we'll take you to West Point and stuff. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to art school out in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Shout out to you, dog. Because he's, like, he's out. like, yeah, I, I, I literally sense. enlisted just so that I could do art. <laughs> 13, mil- 13 yeah. million copies alone in the U.S., bro. You made the right choice, dog. <laughs> well, and, and not to mention, like, you know, he actually credits um, a lot of his art and and um, and stuff with his experiences and, and in the actually, military. That was the, the discipline. Yeah, for sure. Yep. 13 million was in like before 2019 so they way past that now um but yeah i'm rocking good shit yeah but like that's 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 one of those things i really respect about him is that he had the forethought to go ahead and know where he wanted to go and he was willing to do what it had what it took to get there for him it required um armies you know going to the army and stuff um but he's like okay I'll go through boot camp. Like that's, I care about this that much, and that's something that impresses me. I'm rolling. Um, so you get a thumbs up, Jake. What we listen to next week, or Wazi? What we listen to next week? So, so I'm gonna go in in a very similar vein, sound uh, just as serious, and go with my second favorite, or the second album I remember. Ooh, Green Day Dookie. Dookie. Hey. I'll go into why it, it it's my my second album that I remember next week, but it, it doesn't have anything to to do as much with the songs other outside of me liking them. But yeah, I'm rolling. All right, next week is Green Day Dookie. <laughs> I always just thought that name was hilarious. Like, what the fuck y'all know about some Dookie Dookie Dookie? Um. All oh right, yeah, boys. This was the I, no. I, cons- I, I respect that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is the No Consensus Podcast. Peace. Cheers. Or that. I mean, say peace again. Sorry. Peace. <laughs>